Welcome everyone to another episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. The what? What? What did you say? Absolute Geek Podcast. <laughs> All right. Just Why? double checking. What did I say? It didn't sound like that. I'm pretty sure I said Absolute Geek Podcast. I mean, I, unless I'm going insane and I've got old timers and I can't remember the insane in name the of the show I've done for the last five years. Josie, stop it, fucking dog. <laughs> but anyways, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. Losing my 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 brain, Matt. Apparently, so uh, losing my <laughs> losing my mind. Yeah, running uh, a three man crew tonight because uh, Corbin decided that he was going to be highly still offended. By Kyle's actions last weekend against uh, Brandon's wife, so he decided not to come back this week. I missed that. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one. How's that, how's everyone doing this week or this Friday oh. night? <sighs> Fucking Beachy. tired, beat. It's been a long week. Been waiting like for uh, fucking eternity. Yeah, right. For some reason, it should have been super long. Maybe it's the holidays. You know, yeah, like the AZE. It was a short week, too. Yeah. Well, well no. Well, for me, it for was. You. Yeah. <laughs> Would you get uh, you get Monday off or something? Uh, I had to. I have to use all my va- unused vacation time before the end of the year. So I took Monday and Tuesday off. So I was. I yeah. had a six day weekend. I take uh, all my vacation at the beginning of the year, so that never happens. <laughs> well, I don't take vacation. If anything, if I learned anything from this time last year, it was to save a little bit of it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to cover when I had my gallbladder surgery. So you just go without pay. Yeah, I can't. I can't afford that. <laughs> right? I'm not baller status like that. I can't afford that. So, yeah. Been a long week, man. But it's over. Yes. It is over. Yes. So fuck uh, this week is right, Michael. Yeah. Anybody have anything interesting happen this week? Fuck. <sighs> no. I bought a I bought a badass camera. I bought a like a really nice camera. Did um, you buy that as part of like Cyber Monday or Black Friday? Uh, I that's what initially what I was trying to do, and um, I couldn't find the one I wanted, so um, I ended up uh, just paying basically full price for one. Um, but it wasn't too. I mean, full price. I don't know if you're gonna if if anybody's out there is gonna find maybe this camera for first cheap for cheap. It's the uh, Canon Vixia HG50. And uh, is it a handy cam or DSLR? Yeah, it is. Let me put it in the chat. It's um, 
It's a Handycam XL. It's a, it's just a, a video camera, not a DSLR or whatever. 4K? Yeah. There you go. So, but I was looking for it for the good deals, but I did get, I got a, a carpet cleaner because of the fucking puppy that's over here chewing up boxes right underneath my feet, driving me crazy. Um, and money? Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. Fucking dog. I hope Nubia is right. Shout out to Nubia. I think if for the most part, if you can take, tape it together, you can go exchange it. Okay. As long as you got most of it together, you should okay. be good. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> Josie, no. You should so. teach your dog to pickpocket people then, too, if it likes <laughs> money. I it, she, she took it outside, and uh, so now every day when I get home, I go outside and I clean up all the crap, you know, just because now I have two dogs, so there's extra crap. So, um, but anyways, yeah, I um, I went out there and I looked down and there's a wad of chewed up money, a uh, hundred dollars in twenties. <laughs> yeah, fucking dog. It's awesome. Yeah, it's not. But so you got you got all of that as part of that deal. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So not bad. Not a bad little price. No. For all that. No. And uh, there was another one with a um, with a not a boom mic. What do they call it? A shotgun mic, maybe. A shotgun mic. Yeah. And uh, instead of the extra battery, so I, but I really wanted the extra battery since we already have mics. I don't need a, you know, if I need, if Keith wants to get ends up and ends up using it to shoot movies or commercials or stuff, then he could buy that shotgun mic. You got it for, uh, you guys got it for Bogcast? Yeah, I got it for the Bogcast. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, been looking for something for a while because uh, we were using those DSLRs or whatever they're called. Um, the uh, just the cameras that only shoot video for like thirty minutes, and I kept fucking up and forgetting to restart it, and so we would <laughs> miss time. You know what I mean? Fucking stoner bullshit. <laughs> yeah. No, you can hear your dog going to town on a box right now. I know, bro. I'm shocking her, dude. I'm shocking her now. Now she's getting the fucking shocker. <laughs> the actual shocker. <laughs> That's what I was about to say this. Yeah. <laughs> the shocker. You really want to get her attention, you give her the shocker. <laughs> well, the... Uh, I'm happy to say that I'm happy you guys got a new camera, and uh, I'm also happy to say that the broadcast is not the only ones who got a new piece of equipment. We we also obtained a new piece of equipment, and we can now do things like this. So if you guys want to be part of the show, you can call into the show. There is our call-in number. Um, if you want to call in and make comments or um, you talk about the topic and, and give your, your two cents... That is our, our show call-in number. We can, we can talk to you live right here on the podcast. So, yeah. That's freaking cool as hell, man. So we'll put that up Who will be the brave number one? 
Also, that is the number to use for our holiday episode to call and leave us voicemails for the holiday episode that we will be taking place on Friday the 20th. So that's two weeks to let us know. You can call in and let us know what your favorite episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast from the past year was or your favorite memory uh, of the show over the last five years if you've been with us since the beginning. So that's uh, something definitely cool to, to take part in. It's always a fun show. I look forward to the show every year. Because it's just fun re-talking about everything. So, yeah, there you go. I mean, nice. It's gonna be even better now that we have uh, live callers too. I know. It's super exciting. Yeah, we've got Steve on line three. Yeah. <laughs> go- hey, Steve, how you doing? Go for Kyle on line five. <laughs> but uh, let's jump right into tonight's show. Have you guys had a chance to see the uh, the Black Widow trailer yet? Yeah, I really uh, was. It was much more. I thought that was going to be dog shit, complete, absolute dog shit. And uh, the only thing I didn't like about it was Scarlett Johansson. Everything else was good. You didn't like fat. You liked fat Stranger Things guy. Yeah, dude. I love that Red Guardian, dude. That guy made it for me. That dude was actually pretty funny. He actually made the trailer for me. Him and uh, and that one fight where they're they're both fighting and she's they're grabbing each other's gun and shit. Yeah, that was dope. I don't know. You don't think that you, you you see a little bit of the Disney influence coming across in her white outfit when she lands and she looks like a she's in a stormtrooper outfit. No, that's not a Disney influence. That was an Audi Grana of one in ten variant like five years ago. Because I got very so. uh very stormtroop vibes. Yeah, and, and then uh, Red Guardian. Red Guardian was good. Red Guardian was really good. But uh, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brian. But the worst thing was, other than Scarlett Johansson, just looking burnt, burnt. Uh, <laughs> I still think she's good. <laughs> she looks fucking burnt, dude. Um, was fucking Taskmaster? Like, uh, did they not realize the the horrible uh, the the out the cry from the fans saying how terrible that one picture that leaked picture was, and then they they release the movie with that same stupid costume. Like they I understand that they're trying to go the ultimate Taskmaster route, but it's still it's terrible. That's what I was kind of telling. Yeah, they could have been better. Go ahead, Kyle. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was like they could have they could have done a lot better. They could have kept it. I mean. It's like not a hard costume to make. So I think I think what their intention was was to go above and beyond and it made it look shitty because everybody had an expectation. There's there's a way you want Taskmaster to look. And it's yeah, you not want to look like, like Taskmaster. A Power Ranger. Yeah. Not Evil. a fucking Power Ranger. Evil and I I like the cartooniness of them, you know that that's what I like. But I also like the evil, the evil Joker type mask, you know. So, evil. Yeah. Michael says dollar store Taskmaster. Yeah. You know it's that's exactly what it was. How hard is it to find a, a skull mask and just throw them in a skull mask in a cloak? Like, I don't know why you got to try to make it all like super fancy with the snake eyes. Like the G like nineties G.I. Joe blue and silver snake eyes and it's just like I get it that they're trying to go realistic, but this is a fucking Marvel movie. I don't want realistic. <laughs> Mom bought right. Jerry Taskmaster. 
I think it's a chick. That would be interesting, but I I really hope not. Just by the chest plate, it looks like a chest. It could be a like a ex Black Widow coming after him. That's that's what I'm thinking there. I actually thought Taskmaster was kind of an odd villain to put in this movie, but then Black Widow really doesn't have any standalone villains, so I guess you have to pick from a plethora of Avengers villains. They should have yeah. should have thrown Modok in there or something. That would have been cool. Modok's one of my favorite fucking characters. I love that character. But I guess you got to give her more of a um, hand-to-hand combat villain to display her skills, and she's not really a, a superhero. She's an assassin. Yeah. So I can kind of see why they picked Taskmaster. I still just think it's a it's a weird, it's a weird choice, and I think the timeline in that movie is kind of weird too, of where it's set. And since we haven't gotten a definitive timeline yet. I thought it was set in the nineties. I know it's no, it's set. I know it's set after the events of Civil War, between Civil War, and mm. um, in uh, <coughs> Infinity War. But I know that there's also been talk about stuff from Budapest, so it'll probably have a bunch of flashbacks in it. Well, it, clearly it's going to, since the, the trailer you saw the the Black Widow school and all that, but. The biggest thing to come out of all of this, though, and Kyle has mentioned a couple times that he's upset, is that uh, Marvel is being accused of being fat phobic. <laughs> what do, you, do you do you think Make fun when, of us fat people? Yeah, Fuck you, Marvel. Do you think Marvel is considered should be considered fat phobic after they gave us Bro Thor, or as we call him, Fat Thor, and then uh, Fat Red Guardian? How is that being fat phobic? I thought that's like being making fat be cool. They're making, like Miles Davis cool. Because of the I think it's making there. fat a punchline. Yeah, that's exactly what they're they're saying is that it's always been a fucking punchline though. They're not, they're not, it's always been a punchline. Right? I mean, who's like come on, it's always been a fucking punchline. Yeah, it's but we're gonna new. do I mean, I'm not really offended, but I let fat Thor slide. I just didn't want to see fat stranger things. <laughs> I fucking love that dude. That dude's funny, man. <laughs> Fat Stranger Things and and Bad Hellboy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hellboy. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if it necessarily makes him fat phobic. I think people are just quick to to try and jump to conclusions and find a reason to bitch on social media. Because, I mean, this, this whole fat phobic thing exploded minutes after the trailer was released. <coughs> Where did it explode? It was all over Twitter, Facebook. It's it's kind of following the the movie right now. Oh, that's There's so people dumb. trying that's just, to, to boycott just, it for that reason. People and, just wanting to bitch about something to try and get fucking Facebook and Twitter views. Attention. That's all it is, dude. That's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I'm but, social media famous. Like yeah. Michael just said, I'm just happy to have someone my fat ass can cosplay as. Right? There you go. I mean, fucking A, man. <laughs> fucking A. You've had, we've had the blob, us fellow fatties have had the blob for years. Yeah, but the blob's like stupid. <laughs> like, who wants to wear a fucking that, che- that cheesy wrestling outfit? Red Guardian's actually got a kind of cool outfit. You know what I mean? I wouldn't mind. I mean, you could, 
you could go to a co- you could go to a convention and wear it a couple days. The first day you could be the blob. The next day you could be Dusty Rhodes. So <laughs> you know you can get a couple uses out of that costume. <laughs> did you uh, did you see that new comic over the ropes? I, I have yes. Yeah, I, I, was, I saw that and I, I thought, yeah, all the fucking uh, old school fucking wrestling fans are gonna love this. Hasn't come out, I don't think yet. So, looks good though. I mean, it looks it'll be interesting. There's not very many wrestling comics like that. Um, no, it's um, Scout Comics, I think. Is it Scout? I I can't remember the publisher. I know, and I can't. Remember, I know there was a comic book, a wrestling comic that came out during uh, Comic Shop Day. Oh yeah, that was um, Glow Cities of Wrestling, right? Or girls of wrestling, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, something like that. Yeah, that's a sweet cover, man. But yeah, I don't know, man. I'm. I I thought I was really surprised by the Black Widow trailer. I thought that. uh, I thought that movie was going to be complete dog shit, and it actually kind of surprised me. It looked decent. So I think it surprised a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think it's mainly mainly because of like all the stuff that's coming out first with Taskmaster. Like the first thing you saw from that was a leaked image of Taskmaster, and yeah. that kind of set a lot of people off as to this movie is going to be it just you just associated with being garbage because the first Taskmaster image was garbage. And granted, they haven't fixed Taskmaster, but you know it'll it'll be interesting. The one movie I think you got to keep an eye on. This next year coming up in the in a couple months is Sonic the Hedgehog, because if Sonic the Hedgehog does really well at the box office, I think you'll see a lot more movies take into consideration when when fans say something or fan outrage online to make changes to the film. Because they made that whole campaign about how bad Sonic looked at first, and then they went and redesigned him. So I it looks great. The the redesign looks great. So I think that's that's going to be a movie to watch going forward as far as like whether or not they're going to listen to to fans on outrage on recasting. But Disney's not going to listen to shit. Probably not. They don't need to. Just give me your money. <laughs> was that your Mickey Mouse? <laughs> it was as close as I'm going to get to it. Their motto should be Disney. Watch our movies and shut the fuck up. Right. Give me my money. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. The fat, the fat phobic thing sent me for a loop because it's just like you're gonna bitch about anything now, and you're just looking for people to things to bitch about. Yep. Hot take on fucking Twitter. I'll be oh. interested to see too if this, uh, if this movie shuts Elizabeth Banks up about her whole. Men don't want to see women action star or women in action movies thing because her Charlie's Angels movie flopped. People just want to see good movies. I think so too. People don't want to see shit movies. Nobody wants to see a remake of a remake of a remake. Yeah, but you know what I will say? Uh, Elizabeth Banks is looking fucking better than ever. Holy shit, is she hot? I saw she her is, on. She is very hot. She is looks fucking amazing. She's uh, aging very well, or de aging in some cases. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, fucking go cry about something. <laughs> uh, did you guys? Uh, so they released the name for the the Ghostbusters sequel, Ghostbusters Afterlife. But did you see the synopsis and all the photos that came out for it today? No. So they got the. I saw the one of uh, Paul Rudd. Yeah, let me share my screen. Uh, and I saw that uh, what's their names are coming back, right? Yep. Share my screen here. So here is the a picture of the Ecto One from it. So uh, basically, the 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 movie is going to follow a family that moved to Oklahoma, and they uh, they inherit a farm from their grandfather slash grandfather, whose identity is a mystery to. To the main character and her kids, and when they're on the farm, the you know, the ghosts start coming and they find the Ecto One in the barn. So that leads me to believe that um, Egon is going to be the the father that left him the farm, who has the Ecto One since he's dead, since he's the only Ghostbuster that's dead, and they're going to take up fighting ghosts, but there's a shot of Finn from Finn Wolfhouse and, and the film, and then Paul Rudd holding the trap. And then another shot of the Ecto-1. I'm cool with that. I, I, I'm down with Paul Rudd on anything, man. The dude's fucking badass. So are you guys excited for the, the, re, the Ghostbusters remake? Do you think it's going to be live up to all the hype? As long as the original dudes are in it, I hear that guy that that uh, is directing it though is a real douchebag, right? Um, I think it's Ivan Reitman, right? Yeah, no, isn't it his? No, the guy that's writing it. I mean, somebody's kid, right? Uh, uh, is somebody it famous? Isn't it? Uh, God, I can't think of his name. The guy who played Egon. Um. No, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. It's not his kid, because I know him and Dan Aykroyd wrote the first two. No, it's uh, the guy who wrote something else that's famous. Who <laughs> <laughs> wrote something else that's famous? Let me check on. <laughs> let's check on IMDb. Uh, <laughs> but there's a trailer coming for it Monday. Monday there will be a trailer for. Ghostbusters Afterlife, so I'm super stoked for that. Let's see, writers. Getting a writing credit on here. It's written by Dan Aykroyd and Gail Keenan. Uh, and there's two other writers. Harold Ramis gets a writing comment, comment or writing credit on it. And Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman, that's it. He's well. Jason Reitman's also the one that's directed it. So, yeah. Ivan Reitman's kid, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming so. I'm not a hundred percent on that. He's he's from Quebec. Quebec. From Quebec. Quebecers. That's great fishing in Quebec. Um, he did up in, but I mean, he's done some good movies. Up in the air. Thank you for smoking, Juno. 
So I'm I'm completely for it. I think it's going to be better than what we got from the the female version. Oh yeah. Just making all kinds of friends on this episode tonight. But I love the ch- the chick and the female. I, the female version wasn't was wasn't good, but the chick uh, from Saturday Night Live was awesome in it. Which one? They were all from Saturday Night Live. The one who's still on it, not the not uh, the one who plays the Egon character. Oh, um, well, yeah, because there's I can't think of her name. I'm terrible with names. Um, I know who you're talking about, though. She's fucking great in that, man. It's the... Kate something, maybe? Kate McKenna, I want to say. Holy fuck. Yeah, Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Yeah, Kate McKinnon. What, Kyle? Nothing. Um... McFarland cut off is uh, the ninth. Here. So unless you guys didn't send him out, you're not getting in. Or unless you guys already sent him out. I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have sent this book. Oh, fuck, I should have sent this book. Right? I started, I started doing that yesterday into today. Yeah. I. You know what I started doing? Fuck, maybe I shouldn't have sent any books. I'm so worried <laughs> that they're going to come back in such shitty grade. Well, you can still send them out if you like overnighted them, right? Because you, you can do it tomorrow. Yeah, but they got to be there by the 9th, so they're not going to overnight them on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, you got to try. It's in Florida, so maybe if you're close to Florida. It's Christmas time. Christmas time. Another reason why the mail's backed up. Yep. True. <laughs> send them, find out a way to send them Amazon, and then that way Amazon will start a mail service. You gold. Wednesday was probably the latest you could ship them out. Yeah. Well, they got to be there. Well, that's okay. So Sunday's the ninth, right? I'm thinking Monday's the ninth. No. Monday's the ninth. Monday's the ninth. So you could still. <laughs> If you if you send them overnight or next day tomorrow, you they should still arrive by Monday, I would assume. Who knows? They got to be there by Monday. To me, it's not worth it. How many books did you guys send out? I sent two. Yeah, two. What'd you send, Kyle? This one and this one. <laughs> 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 No, I sent I spent I, I sent Spider Man three hundred, and I sent Spawn three hundred one. I thought you already had three hundred signed by McFarland. I do. Oh, you're getting another one. That is a correct statement, sir. Wow. That's why I said I sent Spider Man three hundred. Oh, no, I thought you already had one previously signed by him. I do. So you're getting another one. Yes. Okay. You got me all That's why I said I'm getting... How? They're getting uh, no Stan Lee on this one, though, at least. No. He's on your other one, right? Yeah. Do you wish you didn't get that? 
Nope. Really? Proud as fuck. Do you have any other Stanley autos? I have um, Spidey. I have the Death of Gwen Stacy signed. Oh, yeah. That's a good one to have. So do I. I have that one signed, too. That's a good one to have. 121. I was, yeah, I was so bummed, though, when I remember we sent it out and got pressed. And then I took it to San Diego, and it came back a five. And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. My grading is my grading has gotten better since then, I think. <laughs> Cause I think we had it at like a seven. Seven five, I thought we had we were expecting it to be. And what did it come back? Five. Oh yeah, I remember that, man. And then we're like, fuck it, we're not even gonna sell it. And you're like, I'm just gonna keep it. Yep. <laughs> it was too bad we didn't even want to sell it. Or like it's not even worth it. We're not even gonna make our money back. Yeah. We were too upside down in it. Oh, yeah. is that is that the one you got out of that big Spider-Man collection you guys picked up? Yeah. Yeah, that was before uh, we had any grading eye at all. <laughs> My grading eye was complete shit back then. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we, we looked at it and we're like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is going to be a 775. Fuck yeah, and send by Stanley. Fuck yeah, five. Ooh, and it took forever to get back. I was having to fight fucking that whatever group was at San Diego Comic Con that year. What was that? I forgot who who was the people that were getting it signed for them. But I had it. Oh yeah, gone forever, and I was having to call them and email them all the time going where the dude it's been like five months where i remember when, that can i at least get an update and they're like they wouldn't respond back and they wouldn't find it was like it was just that, a mess yeah that was when it wasn't at like a cgc but that was done through like a third party and you just dropped it off and they like, threw your book in a box right that's what all stanley was is through that third party right yeah because i think he had a special deal with them and they're the ones that treated him like shit fucking stole his blood Stole his blood and made him sign for hours and yeah, we're basically taking his hand and putting it on the comic. That was at San Diego that year. I was like, yeah. Ooh. You don't have to if you don't want to, Stan. It's cool, man. <laughs> if you're tired, dude, go take a nap, dog. Like they like, yeah, man. They like he was sitting there and he just went. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Probably why I dropped two points, man. Fucking Stanley stabbed my book. Well, he would have died on it, and then it would have been priceless. God, I wanted that to happen so bad. It Remember been. we talked about that forever? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted him to be, die on it and then fall on my book and then drew on it so that it would be remarked the book that Stanley died signing, and it says, moisture from... Stanley's death saliva. <laughs> I think that's uh, when you guys were, were talking about like you were giving a time period on his death. And I think he lived like what, yeah, three more years or something like that. Oh, yeah. We, oh, dude. He, years. He beat us by years. So Yeah, we failed miserably on that one. Yeah. Fucking dick. Well, we even <laughs> tried to predict his death again after his wife died. We were like, it won't mm -hmm. be long now. 
fucker lasted like another year. Yep. But while uh, we're we'll on, to make a, we'll have to make a new death game. Yeah. A death pool. Yeah, we'll have to do it. Rob Liefeld's career. That's ah, already that's been that was over for a long time. But uh, kind of staying on the same topic here with McFarlane about the Spawn movie. So he says he's going to get the Spawn movie made whether he's got big studio backing or not. Do you think that... Uh, he's got Action Comics 1, that's why. Yeah, well, he says he's got a lot of big money uh, connections Fuck yeah, on he the sideline. So, I mean, do you think it's a, a good move or do you think maybe he's overstretching trying to get this, this, money made, this movie made? No, he he'll this movie will be made the way he wants it no matter what. You know what I mean? He's gonna make Passion a movie right that he there. wants to make. Do you think I mean I'm not a spawn fan, so I, I don't know. That's why I'm gonna ask two resident spawn fans. Do you think that the fandom for spawn is enough to to warrant and the, the traction of pushing to get this movie made? If he makes yeah. it the way he's saying, if it's a if it's a R rated super dark horror movie, yeah. For sure. Because not only is it going to bring back memories of being a kid, you're you're getting a dark fucking Spawn movie. Yeah. Seven meets Spawn. Yeah. Well, I think the way he's talking about doing it is kind of weird where you never see Spawn and he's just like a background shadow character. I, I feel yeah, like he's that's... Yeah, man. He should, you shouldn't see him. It should be... The first movie shouldn't be about Spawn. It should be about... Him showing up and everybody being like, "Who the what the fuck is this thing?" You know, like I see, I get the idea. Like Sam and Twitch, you're 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 going by the by the Sam and Twitch side, not the Spawn side for the first movie. You know, so and that makes him mysterious. That makes him when the character when the the boogeyman is mysterious, he's he's more scary. You know what I mean? So Spawn wouldn't be the character wouldn't be scary if he's the main character. Well, I can see where I think a lot of studios would have issues with this because Jamie Foxx was attached, was rumored to be the one they're looking at to play Spawn. So are you really going to pay the Os an Oscar-winning um, actor that kind of money to not be seen in the film? Jamie, Jamie Foxx wants to do it, though. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, he came to Todd. I didn't know that. I just Yeah, he went to his house. house. I just know yeah. that name was the one that was being thrown around. Yeah, he came to Todd and wanted to play Spawn. I think they had like I think they like he came to Arizona and had dinner yep. at his house with him. Oh, yep. With Todd. Yep. They talked about it. I think they should bring back Michael Jai White personally. Fuck no. Michael Jai White needs to stay out of fucking movies, man. He's cool. <laughs> Love Michael Jai White. He's black dynamite, man. I mean, he's funny and like Goof, like uh, you know those type of movies, those Cage Fighter or whatever the fuck it is, or B movies or whatever. But like, do you remember him in fucking Dark Knight? He was terrible in that. That was horrible. Yeah, he was one of the the gangsters. <laughs> yeah, he like he made that that he made that part cheesy, a little bit cheesy. Where if he wasn't in it, that part would have been amazing. You know what I mean? Damn. You're really damning him for taking a lot of heat off of an awesome scene. Because he's in yeah. there during the pencil scene. Yeah, that's what I mean. That scene could have been what amazing. makes you think we won't kill you where you stand? Yeah, that's so cheesy. 
I think it's I I don't know. Like I said, I'm not I'm not really a spawn fan, so I don't know the risk of if if that property would would be a money maker for him to do on his own and then going the investment there's so route. Many, there's so many spawn fans out there. Yep. That weren't ne- that aren't necessarily comic fans. You know that that initial movie and that that uh, animated series created a lot of fans that maybe didn't know the comic at first. I forgot Spawn was an animated series. That animated series was amazing. Yeah, Spawn was an animated series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What? Nothing. What? Nothing. I'm just going to keep drinking. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Do you guys have any interest in Wonder Woman uh, 1984? Yeah, for sure. I think I thought Wonder Woman was probably the best, the best. the best uh, DC movie, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I know they're dropping the, they're saying the trailer's going to come Sunday, so be excited to see that. I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit worried about about that movie and some of the way they're going to do some of the characters, especially the the villain, Cheetah or Max Lord, Cheetah. So Max Lord's the villain. Cheetah's, I think they're just going to set her up to be the, the the main villain for next movie. You think so? Yeah. They're going to give her her origin story and shit. At least that's what I hope they do. But Max Lord is, is rumored to be like the main big bad for this movie. So. And I'm interested to see like how they're going to bring back her. The I can't think of the guy's name. Her love interest from the first movie that died. Because he's supposedly coming back. Do you know Max Lord's powers? I'm not familiar with Max Lord, no. All right. So he's got like these weird mental powers. Um, and so basically what people are saying, thinking is that um, when you see Chris Pine, it's, it's, um, it's an Diana, yeah, Diana seeing him in her mind's eye and he's not really there. Okay, and that's and that's kind of what causes her because a lot of people are are are, you know, speculating that that she's gonna break his neck like she did in um, right before Infinite Crisis or whatever or Crisis on Infinite Earths or Infinite Crisis, yeah, Infinite Crisis. So, what would cause her to break his neck? Right, what would cause her to get that mad is if she's been, you know, thinking that that Trevor came back, and you know that everything was going okay and she finds out that he's not real and that Max Lord's been fucking with her that whole time. So That pissed me off. If that happened? Yeah. In the movie or like real life? Oh, definitely. It really pissed me off in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Damn um, <laughs> your mind games. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. 
I, but I, I'm all for it because of the time place when time period when it takes place, man. One, I love that '80s time period, and two, uh, you could tell they're giving it the whole George Perez art feel to it. You know, the '80s feel to it. You don't have a problem with her like armored costume? No, not at all. She should be armored. Versus, I mean, versus your standard Wonder Woman get up like that full like metallic armor that she's wearing almost looks like she's like straight out of the mandalorian yeah i'm cool with it she's not gonna wear it the whole fucking time she should <laughs> she should wear nothing like I agree. wearing nothing that's not oh that's that's the wonder woman porn oh that's what i'm thinking of yeah and that's not that's not uh what's your name that's you're thinking of china so uh. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck you for watching that. I don't even know why you'd watch that, dude. That dude's a chick. That chick's a dude. <laughs> Notice how I, how I fucked up and said that dude's a chick. No, a, chick's a dude. That's not a dick. It's just an oversized clit. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. 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 <laughs> so I want to talk about... Um, Real quick here, before we get into the the meat and potatoes of what we're going to talk about. So they're saying that uh, Venom is going to be, the Venom sequel is, they're considering it being R rating after the success of Joker. So So what is going to be the meat and potatoes of our discussion? Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I want to know, like, what your guys' thought on that is and why... I don't, I don't know why. I understand why, because Joker made a billion dollars. It's a billion dollar movie, and it was a low budget film, and it broke all kinds of records. But it, it's, it seems odd to me that they're like refusing to give Wol- uh, Logan and Deadpool the clout for doing R rated movies, comic book movies, well, even Watchmen for that matter, R rated comic book movies before Joker. Because they didn't make $2 billion or however much that made. You think that's really the the billion dollar mark is why they're they're gonna do it now, dude? You realize how much money these movie studios are losing and how much hemorrhaging they don't care about anything but money. Like these big movie studios don't care about anything I like but. Money. I like money too. I like <laughs> butt money too. I <laughs> money. No, I I think that they're just it's all about making money. And I'm with it. Venom yeah, you probably don't are into, into a movie wanting not to make money. Yeah. Right. Uh, Venom should be an R-rated movie, too. Especially yeah, if you're going to go- Well, yeah, because yeah, they, sure. they took it from what it could have been and made it a fucking buddy cop movie. And it, it should have been more... I, I, I still think it suffered from the no Spider-Man. Like, yeah. trying to... Trying to go the, it almost had that Flash Thompson Venom feel with, but throwing Eddie Brock in there first, because it, you didn't get the actual like relationship between Eddie Brock and the Venom symbiote. You got a buddy cop film. It was like watching Cop Out with a symbiote and and fucking uh, hard Tom Hardy instead of Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. Yeah, but Tom Hardy saved that movie. I don't know. That movie was sweating. You weren't sweat. That movie would have been terrible without him. I think that movie was terrible with him. It wasn't terrible. (laughs) It was was watchable. It wasn't terrible. 
No, it was it was watchable, but I'm saying I don't think it. It wasn't good, but it wasn't no. terrible. It took me two tries to get through it, but you did. I did finally get through it. Put me to sleep twice. Yeah, uh, you know Turn what? It on like this fucking suck. You know what movie is fucking unwatchable? The Irishman. That movie is god oh, awful, dude. I didn't even bother with it. Oh, you mean Mr. Marvel's not Cinema Scorsese didn't didn't do a good job on it? Fucking horrible. One of the worst horrible. Oh, De Niro is bad in it. The, the CGI is horrible. Um the, the length of it is so bad. It is so goddamn boring, dude. It's like three and a half hours, right? <laughs> yeah. It is so boring, dude. Like the Snyder Cut? It is bad, man. Snyder Cut is at the awesome. Look, like Kyle and I were talking about that earlier. The Snyder Cut, you got to shit or get off the pot with this already. It's not him that wants that, that's got to shit or get off the pot. It's a studio. Right. But I'm just saying in general, because I'm sick and tired of hearing about the Snyder Cut. And they're like, does it exist? Doesn't it exist? And we're going to s- send pictures of film rolls out. Uh-oh, is that the real Snyder Cut or is that fake? And then you got all the celebrities release the Snyder Cut and then the Snyder Cut's not even finished. It's coming to HBO Max. Like, it's it's just the last, like, two weeks there's been so much bullshit and back and forth about it. It's just like, shit or get off the pot. Release it or don't release it. We're talking about a movie that came out, what, three years ago? Four yeah, years ago? Yeah, but never got finished. That, that never, I mean... It never got edited, right? It never got finished. Dude, I think the Snyder cut is going to be just as shitty as the Wheaton, the Wheaton, Joss Whedon cut with a couple extra scenes. I don't think it's going to save that movie. You know what saved that movie is Will Wheaton. Yes, Will Wheaton. He would totally save that movie. We'll see how Will Wheaton saves DC Universe when he appears in Crisis on Infinite Earths starting Sunday. Is that, is that crossover going to drive you guys back to, to watching the CW shows? No. No? No. no. Not Those... even after you're going to see the death of Superman with no. uh, Smallville Superman? No. Um, Titans is too good to go and watch those cheesy uh, CW shows. Uh-huh. Now. Did you watch the season finale <laughs> of Titans? No, not yeah, yet. Yeah, your opinion is going to change. <laughs> well, one show isn't going to ruin the whole two seasons oh, one episode ruined the entire fucking second season didn't ruin it it's just the episode was just a letdown well so was the last episode of the first season that was a big letdown yes season. they did it twice but the, the first episode of the last season was a big letdown because they decided to cut the season three episodes early and they cut it and they were like the leaving it on that cliffhanger with dick and trigun was was a better than what they had planned And then they start season two with what felt like should have been the season one finale. So why don't you think they're doing that again? And then just because of the buildup they had over the the season two, how quickly they dispatched the main villain in the last episode of season two and then completely pivoted to focus on a, a different, a secondary villain. And then maybe that he's not really dead. They set you up with, with who's coming for season three. Huh? 
I'm thinking they did that as a distraction. Yeah, he's not really dead. I bet you they did the whole they did the whole switcheroo thing that they did in the original death first Deathstroke one. You know what I mean? I sure hope so because I don't think Blackfire is a strong enough character to carry an entire season. I think she is in the comics. She's fucking. She's pretty dark, dude. She came I think in uh, looking like a snot bubble. The only thing that I was thinking about the the death in that episode was it was too easy. And that's what I'm hoping on since it was too easy that it's not what we thought it was. Which death? Because there was two of them that I feel like were stupidly easy. Deathstroke. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, I didn't say it. Well, it's been. Yeah. Everybody knows. But yeah. I think the other death was the one that was super easy, too. <laughs> yes, Michael, it's a slow burn. <laughs> <laughs> but um, did you did either of you watch? I know you watched it, Kyle, the Harley Quinn animated. Yeah, I watched it. What did you think of it? Oh, I fucking loved it. Really? I thought it was I thought it was fucking great. It was not a slow burn. They they did not have no name actors in it. Yeah, a lot of people said it was she did a really good job. Dude, it was it was it was I liked it's it's very adult orientated. It's it's there's a lot of cussing in it. It's violent. It's bloody. And they're just like there's no punches being pulled. It's like it's I, it, it's it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people. It's cool. It, it's it's cool to have an adult cartoon like that. So I'm stoked about it. Like I don't give a shit that the wrong voices are being done. I don't care about any of that. Like this person should have been playing. Nah, fuck all that. Who cares? I don't. This is who's playing now. I don't mind that she's doing Harley, and I think she did a good job with Harley, even without an accent, trying to add a an accent to it. I but like I said, I I'm different. I don't like the fact that they who they got to play Batman on it. Like I wasn't. I'm not a fan of the the dude from Drew Carey that they have voicing Batman. Okay, like they, got, they got the always do it though. Well, I know, but there's there's better choices out there. They got. The dude who did Batman Brave and the Bold as voicing Batman. I, in it. I didn't so, think it was horrible. And then Alan Turdecki or whatever, however you pronounce his last name, Turdick, he seems to just be like Warner Brothers' go-to for everything because not only was he the, the main bad guy in Doom Patrol, but now he's voicing Joker in Harley Quinn. Which I thought he killed it. You think so? Yeah, I liked it a lot. It doesn't even have to be Mark Hamill. I just think there's there's better options out there, but that's that's just me. I was that was just my pet peeve with it. I didn't care for the voice acting in it, and I didn't care for Poison Ivy either. How do they play Poison Ivy? They they, they play up Shug, a little like a like a they very focus more on of the, like a the, the hinted lesbian. I think they focused hinted. Heavily on like the hinted lesbian relationship between her and Carly. Harley they should. That's Carly. very hinted in the comics, man. Carly, Carly Quinn. 
<laughs> it's her twin sister. But no, I thought, I mean, none of the voice acting bothered me. Maybe that's why I liked it so much because nothing really, it didn't, it didn't really bother me at all. Like I thought everything was fine. Like I, I don't know, but I'm not that super critical of, you know, voice actors. Yeah. Like I don't think, I don't think Kevin Conroy should do everything. I don't think Tara Strong should do everything. Like I like that there's different people. Yeah. I like I like the thought of that. And like I just I, I just watched it for what it was and for what it was I really liked it. Like I was pissed that I kept trying to click on episode two and it kept giving me an error and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with my internet? Why will the I thought I thought Tim was fucking watching it at the same time as me, so it wasn't letting me watch it and I was all pissed off. And then I get a message from Tim, and he's like, dude, it's not out till next week. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I was so excited to watch the next episode. For Harley? Was, I, it, I thought it was a movie. Yeah. No, it's a TV show. No. It's animated TV Yeah. Show. That's awesome. So I was... Like, what I like, and what I liked about Penny doing the voice is, I hope she gets naked, because then I can picture... Kaylee Kukio being naked and not really a cartoon Harley Quinn. Like, <laughs> there's a little bonuses to it. <laughs> so, like, if they start scissoring, like, I could picture Kaylee scissoring, it would be awesome. <laughs> you like, you like uh, Batman. You always got a contingency plan for something, huh, Kyle? So that means if Harley and Poison Ivy scissor, I can picture that as Kaylee scissoring, and we're all good. It's a win for everybody. We're all good to scissor here. I just, I just thought it was good. I didn't, I didn't go. And part of it is I didn't go into it with an ex, like a, like with a thought on it, and like I wasn't. I don't know. I just didn't. I, I didn't care about the. I don't know. Maybe I just don't give a shit about the voices. Yeah, I agree. Like it just. It worked for me, and it was good. Did either of you watch the new episode of Mandalorian? Yes. Uh, no, I've only seen up to episode four. I think episode, episode four was badass. It was good. It was okay. I, I was, was really good. surprised how well Gina Carano did. Gina Carano did really good. I love her. For, she wasn't great, but for Gina Carano, she did good. I love her so much. She's fucking a big bitch, man. She's one huge yeah. bitch. That's a big bitch. I didn't realize she was that huge. I'll let her arm bar me any day. She'll snap your neck when you're between your legs. That's all right. She can bust my head like a watermelon. She can probably bust a watermelon between her thighs. She is a sexy lady. What are you laughing about? Huh? She's sexy. She can crush my head like a watermelon. Hell yeah. <laughs> She's a big bitch. She's sexy. <laughs> She's thick with three C's, bro. Oh my god. She's super thick. 
All right, so let's get to talk talking to a topic that I want to get Kyle's expert opinion on. So it came Are we into the meat and potatoes now? Yeah, the meat and potatoes. Finally, we're to the meat and potatoes. <laughs> what could possibly be the meat and potatoes of this episode? I don't know. What? You tell me. I, I'm asking you. You're the Smart one who said we're waiting to get to the meat and potatoes, so now I'm in... I'm waiting and so like it came anxious out today, report what me that the Tom Holland got the the Spider-Man deal back on track by accidentally drunk calling the Disney CEO. Do you believe that that's, this is that's how it's happened? Potatoes. Yep. This is the meat potato. How did, yep. how did how does it come across that he's drunk calling? He admitted that he he drunk dialed him. He didn't mean to call him and he he drunk dialed him. I give a fuck how drunk you are. You you always mean who you call. Yeah, yeah. Just like when you start drunk texting people like I do. I know I'm fucking writing you. I know I'm saying shit. Hey, I'm gonna fucking throw up, dude. How old is Tom Holland? Twelve. Twelve. I know. That's what I was thinking. That dude's like eighteen. Drunk like Harry Potter was. Twelve. <laughs> He's a fucking drunk like Harry Potter. Uh, I think that's... I, I don't believe... He's a drunk Brit. Hey, Dizzy Cito, would you like some tea and crumpets? Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. I'm drunk. We need to save Spider-Man. I like being Spider-Man. So what did he say that he said? Pulling it up. City no, Drake. I'm, I'm looking. He's 23 years old. Yeah. So he's he's an old boy. I don't think was he 20 when that movie was filming. Was he 21 when that movie was filming? What Spider-Man: Far From Home? He would have been 22. I would assume. So I mean, it's only a year ago that they were filming since that movie came out this year. Uh, he had to have been like 20 then. Yeah. Takes a while to film a movie. Yeah, he might have fucking uh, totally fucking outed himself. Dry snitched on himself. I mean, he's a struggling act in the limelight. You know how hard it is to be an actor in the limelight? You have to be able to let go a little bit. And his is now cold. So. It says, Holland, uh, Holland revealed that he requested Iger's email address so he could express his gratitude for the opportunity to portray the comic book character on the screen. However, something unexpected happened next. Iger responded very quickly, saying, I'd love to jump on the phone with you at some point. When are you free? The actor explained, you don't give Bob Iger a schedule. You're like, whenever, Bob. He said, a few days later, Holland and his family were at a pub quiz night in their local town where the Spider-Man star received a phone call from an unknown number, which was Bob Iger. I basically just said thank you for the opportunity, uh, and Iger said there is a world where we can make this work. Huh? Back, back up, meat and potatoes. What? You need to do it in a Tom Holland voice. Anytime you're saying what he said, <laughs> do it in your Tom Holland Spider-Man voice. <laughs> I don't have so to. Just like your nuts haven't dropped yet, <laughs> and you're still like a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't think he was twenty one. But what's the what's the drinking age in fucking England? Seven. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably fucking right, dude. 
So do it now. Now, yeah, do it like Tom Holland. So, so basically, I just said there's opportunity. I I don't have a Tom Holland voice. So he's, a, so he's from New York too, huh? He's from Jersey. He's a high pitched Jersey guy. Oh, you want me to do a British? Act? Oh, okay. Let's see. This is gonna be great. So I said basically, I I got nothing. You do a British accent, Kyle. <laughs> I, I like the the Guido fucking high pitched accent. That's do it again. Oh, oh, do it, do it like the Jersey, like the Jersey Shore. Do it again. <laughs> do it again. Come on, Jersey. Act, act like your shirt's unbuttoned and you've got a gold cross necklace, and you got your hair done, and you're about to go to the club. <laughs> So basically, <laughs> Man, you can do it. I ain't got no English accent. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm <Do> it. <laughs> Shut up. Give me a minute. <laughs> so I basically said, just thank you for the opportunity, I guess. <laughs> 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 do it again do it again uh, I was at a pub trivia night with my family when I got an unknown call and I was just basically like thank you for the opportunity Mr. Iger for letting me play a Spider-Man and Bob Iger was like there's a world that we can make this happen <laughs> Jesus dude you sound like a 1970s black dude. <laughs> I have to admit, sir, I was rather misty-eyed. <laughs> and really emotional about my time as Spider-Man and the MCU coming to an end. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's so awesome. I was rather misty-eyed. Did I sound like I came from the Brit school? Oh, yeah. You fucking nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the fucking park, right? Fuck, dude. That was, that was a home run, dude. You hit the, the Grand Slam winning run of the game. I think you should do the rest of the show like that. <laughs> Please, sir. We're going to have more Spider-Man. Give me more Spider-Man in the MCU, sir. <laughs> Please, shit. So it doesn't sound like he fucking drunk dialed anybody. Sounds like the other dude called him. Yeah, right. He's he's claiming he was drunk when when he was talking to him, and that it was a drunk dial. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Disney was like some tree and crumpets. <laughs> I was partaking in the pub and a little trivia and had some tea and crumpets when I got a, a call from, you guessed it, Mr. Bob Iger to talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. That was worth the weight of the meat and potatoes. Yep. <laughs> my, my favorite soccer team, the London Silly Nannies, were on the telly. And I was like, I just want to thank you for this opportunity to be in the MCU. 
So my grandma was born in England. And when my grandpa was um, stationed in Europe, they met, they got married, and she came back. And they have all kinds of weird fucking sayings. I remember one my grandma would always say is, I'd be like, hey, grandma. Actually, I called her nanny. Nanny, what's that? How do you do that? A ship shines for meddlers. The fuck does that mean, grandma? Wait, what? <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. It still doesn't make sense. I Googled it. It doesn't even come up in a Google search. The fuck does that mean? She died before she ever fucking told me. <laughs> what was it? She'd go, it's shim shines for meddlers. Let's see if we can Google that. The fuck is a shim shine? What is that? I have no what idea. I mean, I guess she was saying, get the fuck out of my business, little kid. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what she was getting at. Like, it's none of your fucking business fucking kick rocks. Yeah, go bother somebody else. Pretty much. Nothing comes up. Nothing Some weird... comes up. Shimshine for meddlers. The first search is Smallville slash search results. Yeah, nothing comes up, but it's just something she would always say. She said it to me the entire time I was growing up, and I fuck the fuck does that mean, Grandma? The fuck does that mean? And she'd never tell me. She took it to her grave. Yeah, because you wouldn't listen. You wouldn't went and fucking listen to get the fuck out of her face. Right. <laughs> Quit bothering me, you little fucking pit squeak. That's my, my shout-out to my dead grandma. Shimshine looks like it's a clothing company in English. It's a cl English clothing company. Shimshine's for meddlers? Yeah. It doesn't mean shit. It means get the fuck out of here, kid. I'm trying to make bread. English's new news documentary to catch a meddler. <laughs> God damn, those are some meat and potatoes. That was some meat and potatoes. Jesus Christ. How do you like your meat and potatoes? Fucking drunk Spider-Man-ish. There you go. Please, sir. I got it. It's right here. It's not Shimshime. It's Shimsham. Shimsham for meddlers. A rebuke given to anyone who asks in, in, impertinent questions. So if you ask like it's... See, she was pretty much trying to get the fuck out of here, kid. Yeah. Quit asking yeah. questions, little boy. Shimshams for meddlers. Shimshams. Yeah, shim shams for meddlers basically means take your shit somewhere else. It says here today I'm going somewhere I can't say where. Shim shams for meddlers. My mom would say whenever we asked a nosy question, she would answer by saying shim shams for meddlers. What's in the bag, mom? Where are we going? What are you doing? Who is that on the phone? And she didn't want to say we would get the standard reply. Shim shams for meddlers. Uh, are you going to be one even uh, the kind of questions that we all ask, which drive you nuts? Kid, with kids drive you nuts. You just say shim shams for meddlers. Oh my god, she probably told me that ten thousand times growing up. So I must have asked her all kinds of stupid questions all the time. 
And crutches for lame ducks is another one. I don't know what the hell that means. Well, there you guys go. If anyone tells you that, that means you're, you're fucking asking a nosy question. Yeah. It means mind your fucking business. <laughs> Little boy. I wish if I would have known what that means, I probably would have learned a nice life lesson. Thanks a lot, Grandma. The fact that she took you to the grave without, or took it to the grave without telling you means she didn't want you to know. She probably just thought I already knew what it meant and I wasn't fucking stupid. But boy, was she fucking wrong. I'm fucking dumb as rocks. Nah, you got the meat and potatoes of it, bro. I did get the meat and potatoes of it. I figured it meant kick rocks, fucker. <laughs> I was pretty much right. All right, what's the gravy? What's the gravy of the meat and potatoes? The gravy can be whatever you want, big boy. Spectacle, spectacles for sparrows. Ooh, I'm going to start saying that to people. Shimshans for meddlers. It's a tap dance routine. Shimsham is a tap dance routine. Interesting. Yeah. I just taught all you fuckers out there something. You're welcome. Yeah, you did. You saw that Shimsham is for meddlers. <laughs> and I'm a meddler. All right, what's next, Matt? I what else do you guys want to talk about? Oh my god, you you can't tell me the meat and potatoes is the last thing we're talking about. I so hit. let's talk about the roads. So what's some of the cool stuff that the roads can do? Let's I let's hit I hit here. all the high notes, bro. <laughs> so well the new what is some of the fun stuff that we're gonna get with the roads in the future. Uh well we we can, someone would call in. Yeah, we can take phone calls. If anyone has anyone anything you wanna Who's got the ball to call in? Let me throw the number back up there. Um, we can take live phone calls on air now. We can. It's got Bluetooth connectivity, so I can hook up the Bluetooth. I can play sound effects. Um, pretty much the sky's the limit with it. Nice little piece of equipment. So I'm super excited that we got Kyle's calling us. <laughs> Hi, I'm a listener of the Absolute Geek Podcast. Please connect me. It comes up, Kyle Stinson. Does it really? Hi, I'm to accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. It's lame. <laughs> Kyle hung up. Oh, we got another one. Call from <laughs> Michael. Mom, pick me up at the ball. Hey, Michael, you're on with us uh, in the Absolute Geek Podcast. How you doing tonight? Good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having the balls to be the first one to call in to us. <laughs> no problem. That's fucking great, man. Hopefully, you've had enough drinks tonight so far. Uh, there's a delay, so I can't hear. Oh, so Kyle said he hopes that you've had enough drinks tonight so far. So I hope oh, yeah. you've had enough drinks. making up for it. He's literally screaming it at you now. <laughs> no, he's screaming it at you, dude. I know, he is. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. 
No, Kyle's Kyle's saying he's hoping he's hoping that you've had enough drinks. Oh, what yeah, the fuck, man? <laughs> Why can't you hear me? Now I hear him screaming it. Yeah, <laughs> now he hears you. Well, there's a hell of a delay in there. New technology is fun. New technology is fantastic. <laughs> well, you know what? Just for that, for having the balls to be All our right, first you caller. Have a great night. You too, I'm man. You a Thanks prize for calling. Pack. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. So Kyle's going to give him a prize pack for calling in. What What's your prize pack, Kyle? It's none of your fucking business. Okay. Well, that's the thing. Can, can can you set it up to where he can hear us? Uh, yeah, that's fucking lame. Yeah. Take that goddamn number off until you figure Send it, it back. out. <laughs> Send, Send it back. back. Well, back to the start. If they sit here and watch us, they can hear you. Yeah, but that's not Obviously cool. not. It is cool. But there's a delay if they do it that way. Yeah. Hold on, my dad's calling me. <laughs> it's a... Hello? Hey, what's up? His dad's going to call into the show. He's taking I'm sorry, what'd you say? Yes, you gave me money for pot. <laughs> <laughs> now you're good. We're cool. All right. <laughs> no, I don't anymore. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll talk to you later. Bye, Dad. Okay, I'm back. I'm gonna unmute real quick. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be so mad if he knew I just did that. <laughs> I think, I think if you guys were all plugged into the board, you would hear it. But I think it's because the board goes through your mom. My mom. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I, I'll have to mess around with it. I'm sure there's a way that you guys could hear it too. Because it You're probably has to go through the me. USB section. And I have to I, I mute that so it's not like repeating everything. So I'll have to mess around with it. I can probably get it there though. <laughs> I could definitely probably get it there. Play around with it though. You play around with it. But we can do things like this when Kyle thinks he's funny. <laughs> or. Standing ovation? I think every time I am funny, I should get a standing ovation. You think you should get a standing ovation? Somebody's got to bring life to this show. Here, I can help you out with that. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. It was just a pleasure to be nominated. <laughs> oh, look at it. It's our moderator showing up pretty late into our fucking chat. Right. <laughs> I'll be oh, back, guys. I'll be you back. You're going to do the top 10? Yeah. Hot 10? Awesome. So what's the hot 10? All right. You guys ready? Uh, the hot 10 is number one, Avengers number 43, first appearance of Red Guardian. Number two, Star Wars Clone Wars number one. First appearance of uh, what's that little chick that's in the cartoon books or the cartoon? The little chick with the weird. Anyways, uh, number three, Inhumans. Number five, first appearance of that black new Black Widow. Number four, Conan Serpent War. Number one, David Finch variant. Number five, Spider Man Venom Double Trouble Peach Momoko variant. Number six, Black mm -hmm. Widow Deadly Orange. Number two, Adi Granov White variant. Uh, and then. Uh, Coming in at surprising at number nine, Kyle, which you brought up earlier in the show, 
Deadpool Max number five, first appearance of a female Taskmaster. So, oh. and that's why because I'm on to something. You're on to something, brother. So, um, did you? Something. Did you? You said last week that uh, that Philadelphia book was one of your hot ten, right? That was number one. Yeah, that book was hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, dude, it fucking uh, it it shot up on the uh, speculators thing though, so everybody was pretty pretty happy about it. Yeah, that making um, money off of it. Hot garbage. When I read it. Uh, comic book day, right? Comics comic store day. Yeah. Yeah, because it was that it was that specific variant, right? Yes, this the material. I thumb God, he's such a good artist. And I thumbed through it. And I almost bought it for that reason. I was like, you know what? I bet you this is gonna be a hot book. And then I set it back down like I always do. There's a book that's been on four straight weeks now, um, which is like I don't think that's ever happened. And that's um that Secret Wars 2099 number one, the Ron Lim one in twenty-five variant, where it's got the female Captain America running. Uh, matter of fact, here, let me do this real quick. I'm going to be late to your other show. Yeah, I'm okay. They can't fuck start it without me. I'm fucking Brian McClay. They this can't fuck right start it without me. This, uh, the Secret Wars variant right here. That one. You see the shared yeah. screen? I don't see it. Matt. There you go. Uh-oh. Yeah, that one has been on the um on, on the hot ten for fucking four straight weeks now. It's a hundred dollar book. So <laughs> when did what? that come out? Uh it came out like five weeks Years ago. Of, really? Secret yeah. Wars twenty ninety nine? Yeah, they're doing new Secret Wars twenty ninety nine stuff. So that's number ten. There's the Deadpool Max that uh, was the first appearance of the female um uh Taskmaster. There is Kill Whitey Donovan's number eight. Magnificent Miss Marvel number 10 uh, is number seven, which is the first appearance of um, the Kree suit, I guess, that seems to like Spidey Man symbiotes. Kamala Khan's new Kree suit seems to be like Spider Man symbiote. So that's her first appearance of that. There's the, um, of course, the Black Widow white variant from Adi Granov from 10, right. five, six years ago. There's a Peach Momoko Double Trouble variant. That's a badass David Finch uh, Moon Knight cover. Any David Finch Moon Knight cover is bad. Add Conan on it, and it's even better. It's like a $250 book. There's the uh, Inhumans number five, and there's the Clone Wars number one, and there's number one first appearance of Red Guardian. So that is uh, 10. So, all right. I will be back, gentlemen. All right, All right see you in 20 minutes. All right. <laughs> hey, my dad's watching the podcast. Howdy. Howdy. Did he give you enough money for weed? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, what's next? You have anything else you want to talk about this week? Because if not, we're going to So what did you think of down. the episode down with The Mandalorian? Um, I liked Mandalorian. I liked it a lot. You go, you go back to uh, some familiar locations. I think it's, I think the Mandalorian is starting to get a little repetitive now, though, with with what what it's <laughs> doing. Well, because I mean, it, it's pretty much giving you more of the same. Like 
man, he goes to another planet. He gets, you know, something happens where he gets in trouble. Somebody finds out that he's got the baby. Somebody tries to kill him, you know, and it's it's just. I mean, he's a bad kind of. I know, I know, and it's the same repetitive, the same formula. It's just I feel like they're they're trying to use flashy locations that you're familiar with to, um, to San Diego. Well, yeah, to completely like negate all that. Like this episode, they go back to to Tatooine, so you see like. You know the the cantina, and they they hit all the high points in Tatooine. You see sand people, so it's just like they they give you that nostalgia f- factor and use that to kind of cover up the fact that their plot is the same every week. But hmm. I'm still enjoying it. Well, it should be it should be like John Wick every week. Yes, it should. I think so. I think we need more shootouts. For sure. Tim has a question for you. So who was it that showed up at the end to pick up the bounty? Was it him or someone else? That's a fantastic question. I didn't even think about that. Actually, Tim. Now you have You should have Tim come on here and talk about it. Come on, Tim. Maybe if you call in. Why don't you flash that phone number again? He didn't even show up till the end of the show. Flash that phone number for him to call in. <laughs> but um, just send him the send him the goddamn link so he can I come in and talk about the goddamn it. link. Yeah, let's let's go. Let's have a fucking. Tanner, get the goddamn link. He better fucking get set up pretty quick. <laughs> He's gonna be like, I'm in my underwear. I can't do it. I am too, and nobody knows. I can't join baiting. I'm just I'm just wearing a shirt. <laughs> can't Nothing below the shirt. Baiting. Make sure there's nothing incriminating in here. In where? In the chat? Oh! I know that link. <laughs> that, that's the link right to it. So, while we're waiting for Tim to come on and talk fucking Star Wars with us. Yeah, come on, Tim. I wonder if Tom Holland will ever drunk call us. I don't know. Maybe what's going on in the chat? Maybe you should text him our our. Uh, is that your Facebook? Yeah, that that's why I was saying it's the. For some reason, it was displaying my other screen instead of my main screen when I was sending the, sending Tim the invite. Well, at least everybody gets to see your Facebook page. Yeah, I don't that's really fun. care. Everyone can see my page. It, that is an entertainment. People, people want to add me on Facebook, and I don't talk about anything interesting or noteworthy. I just bitch a lot. You can get that out here every Friday night for free. Oh fuck! I'm out of booze. No, you're not. Nope, it's right here. <laughs> this episode is once again brought to you by Gentleman Jack. It's always brought by Gentleman Jack because I am a gentleman and my name is not Jack. And you never want to say hi to the guy with that name in an airport. What, Gentleman Jack? Or hi, Jack? Oh, hi, (laughs) Jack. Fuck you. (laughs) Thank you. you. I'll give you some Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all the way to the end of the show. (laughs) 
give me the sound of the laugh, the laugh track too. The kid is not gonna come on. He's a fucking pansy. <laughs> He's not gonna come on. He's, yeah, he is being a pansy. Your dad wants you to come on over. Tomorrow I will. <laughs> That's a good question though, Tim. I didn't even think about that. It didn't. Well, think about it. Now talk to us about it. Well, Tell I, us the meat potatoes. I of that. watched it while I was working today, just because it was it was slow first thing in the I'm morning. Working over here. I was watching it on my laptop. You haven't even watched it yet, have you? I'm waiting for the meat and potatoes. Oh my god. I figured you'd have more to say about your experiences with drunk dialing. That's why I figured it would I would save it for last. I don't drunk dial people. <laughs> drunk texting or you've never drunk dialed anybody in your life? Uh uh-uh. uh. Who the I, fuck would I drunk dial? I don't know. Brian. Hey Brian. Your wife. What are you doing? Know. She's usually next to me when I'm drunk. <laughs> so I just turn to her and I go, Hey, are you drunk too? Your your Uber driver. <laughs> hey, did you have a good night? What did she What do? did you do? Let me ask you that real quick about uh, since you take Uber quite a bit while we're waiting to see if fucking Tim's gonna have the cojones to join us. Um, He's not. So the the, the the Uber releasing the statistics and show, showing how uh, how many people have been like assaulted and, and shit like that taking Uber and Lyft. I've never been assaulted taking an Uber or Lyft. Is my volume low? I mean, I don't think it is. Is that better, underdog? Do I sound low to you, Kyle? No. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, underdog. Underdog. Maxed up. Speed of lightning, roar of thunder. Because I I know when I drove Uber for like a weekend, I thought about that quite a bit. It's like, what happens if like someone tries to rob you or drunk teachers gonna assault me? Yeah, I don't know. A drunk teacher. Isn't that what you picked up with, like, three drunk yeah, teachers? Yeah, that weekend I did, yeah. But I mean, I'm not talking about, like, that. I'm talking just, like, in general. Like, the thought had crossed my mind. is like, what if someone tries to rob you or... Because there was a video of uh, people in... This dude in, I think, New York. And it, he pulled up to pick up an Uber. And he asked the dude if it... You know, because, you know, they had him ask you, are you this person? So he's like, is your name Jack or whatever? And the, the kid was like, yeah. And hopped in the back of his car, and then he tried to. He, he was like, "Psych, that's not me," and tried to rob him. And his buddy came from like the outside of him and was like, started pistol whipping him and stuff. And it was all in this dude's dash cam. Do I have a dash cam? <laughs> Your dad says you're kind of cute. I know I am. <laughs> I'm huggable and lovable, shoe shine boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I've never. I don't know. It doesn't. You've never taken a lot of Ubers, uh, dude. I've honestly only ever taken Uber twice, and that was the first time was I've ever done Uber was with you to to uh, Phoenix Comic Con last year or this summer, and then don't even to sleep. Yep, and then <laughs> and then when I was in, uh, oh God, I took it when I went to San Diego Comic Con for the day. I, I took the Uber from the the um, airport to where I could catch a shuttle bus. So. That was it. You know, I think the assaults and stuff, that's super rare. I think they're like, it's like 1% of 1%. Because I know like Lyft Seriously. is big trouble for it right now. Like they're, 
there's a bunch of people for suing him people? For, for people being assaulted. Yeah, there's a bunch of people suing him right now for that. What? Yeah. You've never been assaulted in a lift. Have you been insulted in a lift? Nope. No. Everybody's pretty cool, man. No, I haven't really. Fucking, you, you, you get on your phone and you dial it. You wait about six minutes. Fucking dude shows up. You say, don't follow the directions on your phone because that's not how you get to my house. And you tell him how to get there. Well, because then you had that dude, that dude a year ago or two years ago that killed a bunch of people and then went and started driving Uber for <laughs> picked someone up on an Uber ride. So, oh, uh, none of my ever killed anybody. No, you think that should be a written the rating system? Yeah, no. <laughs> Wax Jack <laughs> says you're not supposed to have anything valuable on you to steal aside from your sweet little cherry. Just right here. Yeah, the shocker. Gonna get the shocker. <laughs> One Uber driver did try to give me the shocker and I jumped out and ran. Yeah. He's a come here, boy. So I'm a man, motherfucker. Should see we should secretly start a game show in Uber like Cash Cab. You ever seen that show Cash Cab? Mm-hmm. Should start a fucking Uber version of that where you just Uber drive people around and, and do trivia. So what I do? Oh, look Ubers. who's got the cojones! Yes, he does have the cojones to click the oh. link. What up, guys? He doesn't have the cojones oh. to have his mic plugged in right, though. What do you mean plugged in right? You're coming. It sounds like you're coming either through a phone or through a webcam. No, it's through earbuds. Oh, okay. You're coming through your earbuds. Yeah, because uh, I got a printer running, so the mic is probably going to be too sensitive to it. What are you making? Uh, baby Yoda, yeah, baby Yoda crop. He's he's fulfilling everyone's baby Yoda qual or quota. For seven ninety nine, Tim will make you one too. Send me how many you want, and I will send them to Tim. Seven ninety nine plus shipping and handling of thirty seven dollars. That looks. That looks like. How long does that take to make? Like eight hours. Fuck. Be fucking serious. <laughs> Dead serious. All right. So now you tell us your thoughts on Star Wars, and I'm gonna use the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. It, it's cool, and there's laser swords and shit. <laughs> so yeah, what? So tell me about your thoughts on the last episode, or the latest episode of Mandalorian. Uh, I think it was a. I think it was a good episode. I think it was, it was like a, um, I don't know how you put it. A, uh, there's a lot of fan service. Yes. There was, uh, especially with them going to Tatooine. Yeah. There's a delay over on the other. Hold on a second. I was like, the YouTube open at the same time. Yeah, don't watch and, the YouTube. Yeah. Focus on the stream yard. Yeah. So, uh, there's a lot of fan service with them going to Tatooine. You know, they go back to most Eisley. They go back to the cantina. See a lot of stuff that you've seen to begin with, uh, from the original Star Wars. So, it was, uh, it was a good episode. Um, it... <laughs> 
I'm not. There's problems with it though. I'm not sure why. Like, he would go to help that other dude. I mean, I know he needs money, but the other dude was kind of a jackass. And I like money. <laughs> I feel like Tim is one of those people on the street that these game shows interview for questions. <laughs> like, so what? I mean, what other problems did you? What problems have you had with the series? Because I know you're a huge Star Wars fan. So overall, what are the problems you have with the series? Six episodes in. That was only five. Today was episode six, I believe. Five. Is it five? Okay, my bad. Yeah. Matt uh, is so important. He sends him episodes in advance. Yeah, I get episodes He's seen the six. He I has know. the meat and potatoes Marvel. I get drunk dialed by Tom Holland to get the the Mandalorian episodes in advance. Nice. Nice. I like to get on that list. But, uh... You have to be... No one else could be Matt but Matt. That sucks. Uh, Pretty much. Up until this week's episode, uh... I really haven't had any problems with it. I just thought this was well, problems kind of with action. this. Uh, just some of the other characters and like new characters that were introduced were kind of nice. What? That's very nice. You're going to do good. Jesus. What? I can't understand a goddamn word you're saying. Isn't that bad coming through the earbuds, Matt? Yeah, it's it's it, like I said. It sounds like you're in a cell phone. It's that bad. Yeah. It um, sounds like that you're in a dubbed um, anime, and your mouth is moving, but there ain't fucking words coming out. Sorry, guys. I, I fucking love you, Tim, but I can't understand a goddamn word you're saying. Kyle loves uh, you. I do. Don't be jealous, man. Yeah, fuck, fucking Matt. I am jealous. Um, we all can't get Kyle. I'll try the mic. Is a I'll try the mic, but it might be a. I'll try the mic. I'll try the mic. I'll try the mic. Where's Jesus? Is he trying to steal the hubcaps off my car? Wait, what? Nothing. He has the cojones to click the link, but not the cojones to have a good mic. <laughs> he will. I know. I have faith in him. Is that any better? That's much better. Yeah. Can you hear the printer, like, squealing in the background? Yeah, but it's not terrible. Okay. I was worried it was going to be, like... Yeah, you're cool, man. You know, like, like, squealing loud as shit. Uh... uh uh, the story this week kind of sucked. I think this episode was strictly fan service, just going back to old places and the the couple characters oh, that were introduced Tatooine. this week. Kind of, yeah. A couple characters that were introduced this week, I thought were lacking as well. Who yeah. was introduced this week? Um, if you don't like I mean, spoilers, fucking, you're watching the wrong show. <laughs> uh, another bounty hunter and a. Uh, Person that's supposed to be badass, 
that they were going after for a bounty that wasn't as badass as they made out to be. Was it Han Solo? I'm just joking. It was 50 years after. But so he he teams up with like this badass kid who's who's trying to get into the guild, and they're going after this this other target who's like this big assassin, and and when they try to so go after her, the man interviewed the person. Huh? We interviewed the person who made the guild. No, no, he's trying. To, the kid is trying to get into the guild. He's trying to join. Oh, he's got the guild. Be interviewed from uh, Supernatural. Yeah. What's Anyways, <laughs> the bounty hunter guild. So, Mandalorian. The Mandalorian takes a job to help him to make ship repairs, and wackiness ensues. But and the the dude is like a. Uh, the dude is like trailer park James Franco. Yes. <laughs> he kind of he kind of reminded me of um a fucking dude from uh from uh Umbrella Academy. The Han or uh, Hansel how, not, I can't think of his name right now. The Hansel No, the dude who saw dead people. Oh, uh the one who had hello and goodbye written on his hands. It's like a German name, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's why I stated to German. say Hans, but Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel. Thought it started. Did it start with a K? <laughs> I, Kyle. I guess Kyle. No, that dude blows. What? It's a like Klaus. 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 Yes. Klaus. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, the one. I said it like three fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> I heard all I heard it was start with a K and then Kyle. And then you said Klaus. But yeah, he kinda he kinda reminded me of Klaus a little bit. So you think that when he smashed the the tracker, that wasn't the actual Mandalorian? No. No, what do you mean when he when he smashed the tracker? When he went and get picked up the bounty? Yeah. I, I'm not sure. So that person, I've never noticed when the Mandalorian was walking that it sounded like he was wearing spurs. Oh, you're talking like, about the very, very end when it before it rolls. Credits. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Woody. Yeah. What? What were you talking about? I, I the, thought when he when he takes the tracker. I thought you were talking about like when he takes the tracker from him in the beginning, or, or when he smashes the tracker in the beginning. No, no. So, like, at the, at, that was questionable as well, because I think so. he was, because the trackers, there's more than one tracker for more than one bounty, so I think that tracker might have been for uh, what the internet has decided to call in some places Kevin, and not the uh, lady they were looking for. Wait, is that what they're calling the little Yoda? Is Kevin? I've seen a bunch of places that were like, oh, he's not Yoda and he's not this. So we're just going to call him Kevin. So I've seen him called that in multiple places. What is your thought on the theory that the, that I was talking to you about earlier that the the Mandalorian in the show is referring to isn't the actual Mandalorian you see, but the baby Yoda? I think it's an interesting theory, but 
stupid. You can say it. Dude, if no, it's not a, stupid. If they it's put a little helmet but... on him and have him dress up like a little Mandalorian, that's going to sell even more money. It would be the cutest fucking thing. Yeah. It would break the internet. It would. What are they going to tie his ears Especially back? If he going to get the helmet out of it. No, it would straight stick out of the fucking helmet. Just fold his ears up. Put the helmet on. That's what she said. Do you think the Mandalorian's a woman? Have you seen that theory? No, I'm I'm off that one. That people are thinking that it's just a voice changer and that the reason he won't take his helmet off is because he's actually a woman? I thought it was like a rule. It's, uh, that's argumentative to say the least. Which part? That it's a rule. That's a law. Well, because we've talked about there's been there's been other Mandalorians that have taken their helmets off and no problem. Django Fett. All the Mandalorians from Clone Wars and Rebels. There's people also speculate. Take it off too. People also speculate that um, Boba Fett is going to show up. So do you think that was Boba Fett who shows up at the end? Nah, fuck that noise. Or was it maybe Why? Han Solo? <laughs> Han, Solo. <laughs> Han Solo showing up at the end? I, highly unlikely. Uh, <laughs> well, no, Boba Fett's dead. Of old age? Uh, well, kind of. He but got digested over a we, thousand years in the Sarlacc. See, we never actually see him die. You don't think he... he Shot up out of the Sarlacc pit. You don't think he survived, man? Look, no. if Darth Maul, if Darth Maul can survive getting cut in half in that in that fall he took, you don't think that Boba Fett could survive the Sarlacc pit? No, I think he could. If the Emperor could survive, of all for God's sakes, you don't think Boba Fett could survive the Sarlacc pit? No. What What's the difference between them and Boba Fett? Force wielders, yeah, <laughs> you makes a difference, man. Uh, Boba Fett's a, a badass. Well, he is, flows. but still, I mean, I don't care how bad you are, it, you don't just pop back out of someone's gut, man. And, and he's a, well, yeah, he's a clone. <laughs> Chad says he survived. So. He survived the Sarlacc pit in the EU. There you go, the extended uh. universe. Which part of it? Is it the part of the EU that Disney's using as canon or no? Because there's a lot of that shit that they make. Um, Disney's not using any of it as canon. Anything anything from the EU that's canon, they wrote. So it's from when they took over and started producing the comic books to now. So then... And they're that, cherry picking the other shit. So I, I don't know. So then the EU survival is irrelevant. <laughs> And Chad says that the Emperor is a clone. Possibly. That, I believe. I think the Emperor is a clone. I've I think Kyle's so many. a clone, too. Yeah, Kyle is a clone. Kyle's I'm a, a clone, clone of fucking awesome. You're a clone of Lance from Couch Crunchers because you guys look alike. You remind me so much of each other. Lance is way cooler. Just that can't be. He is, dude. That is one cool motherfucker right there. Drives a Volkswagen. So does this Lance. <laughs> Which Lance is your Lance? 
With a sound attenuate actuator, whatever it is. With a fake actuator? Yeah, that thing. With fake wall walker noise. It makes me feel so cool. Everybody wants to get their inner Paul on. Dude, I always want to get my Paul on. Yeah. He said, Chad says it was first. Chad should come on. Survived comics. Yeah, Chad should come on. We should have a fucking Star Wars beat off. We should have a Star Wars. I don't think that's. We're gonna I don't think that word everybody. means what you think it does. <laughs> debate <laughs> off. Sending Chad a link. Send Chad a link. It's a master debate. Yep. I'm a going to right now. Star Wars. <laughs> we should just round out. Tell this. Chad to check. Messenger. We should just Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. This panel of Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. I need to make that a sound. Star Wars, Star Wars. We need to round out this this panel of Star Wars and this Star Wars beat off and get Max from Couch Crunchers on here. Star Wars, Star Wars beat off. Ah, that's I'm telling you guys. You're not using those words right. That I don't think mean. you think what he's thinking. That's right. <laughs> Master debater. <laughs> Chad said Tim's too big. I can't beat him off. Damn, that's a fucking compliment. If I look at look at that fine. look at that fucking smug look. He he knows. He's just like. <laughs> Try with both hands. If he had a car, if he had a collar, he'd be popping it right now. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Like true yeah. words have never been spoken. We don't have collars at Star Labs. We don't have collars at Star Labs. All right. I'm calling Chad out. Let's see if he's got the balls to join us, too. For this Star Wars beat Star Wars, Star debater. Wars, Star Wars. Let's see if he is a master debater. We're gonna argue the the Mandalorian in the extended universe. All right, Chad, we're calling your you, fucking car. So you wouldn't man. be down for a fucking appearance by Han Solo? It's just they got the guy from Solo, or you know, just diddly de digitally diddly digitally de aged. Is he fucking <laughs> Harrison Ford? Why? Why would we see Han Solo though? That doesn't make sense. Why not? It's like fifty years later, right? No, this is just not a couple years. This is just a couple years after Jedi. No, I thought it was I like. 50, I thought it was like. No, 15, I think you're thinking of the fifteen years after Jedi. I believe. I'm sticking with fifty. I thought fifty was the age of the baby Yoda. Google it, bitch. Yes. I think that's where what? you're getting fifty from. Jamie, check that shit. Who's Wait a minute, that's the wrong. That's the wrong show. <laughs> yeah. Who's Jamie? Isn't Joe Rogan? That fucking show sucks. Fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> He's in Phoenix right now. I'm calling calling him out. Oh yeah, five years. Fight. Five years after Jedi. That's close to 50. 
that's 25 before Force Awakens. Uh, so he is still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Okay. It's only five years. Are so, you sure? So Star Wars labels its years with BBY and ABY, short for Before the Battle of Yevon and After the Battle of Yevon. Huh. Fancy so, way to, to refer to A New Hope. So Return of the Jedi takes place four years after the Battle of Yevon, which means the Mandalorian takes place in a year of R. Lucas nine years after the Battle of Yevon. The Force Awakens begins 34 years after the um, Battle of Yevon. So we're looking at four years. Or no, nine years, sorry. So it's nine years after... Is it nine? Five, it's fifth. Fuck, I'm confused. So it's five years. So yeah, it's five years after the Jedi. <laughs> screen share work or no? Yeah, I can screen share. Or what? You not screen share? Here, I'll screen share. Right. Yeah, see there. Yeah, you share. You fuck with Google. I, I don't believe anything Wiki says. That shit's fake. <laughs> Christian says Kyle got his weed money, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't believe none of that shit. Sounds like someone is torturing R2D2 in Tim's background. It's a goddamn 3D printer. It's it's chopper. He's chopping up the the haters. <laughs> oh, I went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> Fuck you, gentleman Jack. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I think uh, Chad is a fucking pansy. I think he is too. Chad doesn't want to come in. Andy, stop talking in the chat. Did you print that? Yeah. You're a fucking nerd. That's pretty dope, though. How long did that take the 3D print? Like, it, is it like chunks? Or to everyone out there who's listening on Monday, tell us what you're showing us, Tim. A full-size head of chopper. Or full-size dome, chopper dome. So how how many... What did that take to 3D print? You're uh, right, Chad. Talking about time-wise? Yeah, what did, was it like one 3D printer that did it, or was it like... No, if you can... Is it like... It's like... Did you have to like put it together, like, like glue yeah. it or something? Yeah. See, there's a bunch of different. Uh, I know you'll be able to see, but people later won't be able to see. But if you look inside of it, there's a bunch of different fins, and that's where individual pieces are glued together. Um, so each of those chunks from fin to fin is one piece. Yeah. So. so there's like what one? Um, so there's one. Two, three, four, five, six. So there's nine different pieces that went together. Uh, well, nine, and then there's a seam here. So there's one and one and one. So eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Eighteen pieces. Yeah. See the like the line here is the piece uh -huh. going. And then there's a line around here. Did you use Gorilla Glue to super glue them together? No, you got to use epoxy. What does super glue do? Does it make it melt? 
it just sucks. It doesn't hold together well. If you if you use ABS, you can weld it together with fingernail polish remover. ABS glue? No, ABS. Like if you print it in ABS. Oh. You mean like the same shit that plumbing pipes are made out of? The same shit that Legos are made out of. You know how indestructible the Legos are. I heard they're going to be start making them out of uh, hemp. Hemp Legos? Yeah. Are you serious? Did you hear that? No. I'm fucking dead serious. They're going to start I making heard, them out of hemp. Jet, I heard it just now. Breaking news. And you heard it first. You're welcome. You're fucking welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here for the rest of the show. Do you got the trap horn? You gotta have a trap horn I, on. I there. don't have a trap horn. I have this. Yeah, but you have to have the. Oh, Chad said he's gonna be here in just a couple minutes. Calling yeah, you out. Whatever. Stop lying. And wax jocks is LOL hemp oh, Legos. Fucking Google it. I'm gonna Google it right now. Where are we? Pull that shit up on the screen, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Fight me. Fight me, Joe Rogan. Hemp Legos. You think they'll make Legos out of DMT? That'd be dope. Be high as a motherfucker. Oh. Who is fucking right? Kyle's fucking right. Totally renewable and ecological production by 2030. It's right around the corner. Oh, uh, yeah. 10 years. Hemp bricks, dude. That's what I'm talking about. Can't wait for the real thing, bricks. Ooh, get it for Circle K. That's cool, though. Yes, Chad, you are still a pansy. Legos are expensive enough now. Imagine when they're made out of weed. It'll be cheaper because it's easier to make. They're going to be like eight cents a oh, piece. I kicked. Fuck you. <laughs> I did. I did mean to kick him. What a dick. What a fucking dick. Yeah, he's back. I don't know what I, look, so in the bottom of the in the bottom of the backstage window, your your previous screen share was still up. So I figured I if I could remove backstage. it, it would it would cancel it out. But instead, it kicked you. So it oh. kicked you and your screen share. <laughs> so I got fired. He did, oh, man. <laughs> but you're still our moderator. Oh. Nice. But not for not for spinner rack because that show's fucking boring. <laughs> Wax Jack says you don't uh, they don't get you high and still hurt like a bitch when you step on them. What's the point? Oh yeah, the planet. Stupid planet. Fuck the planet. Yeah, I think stupid. We'll just go to another one. It's Captain Planet. We're gonna go to Mars. Bitches. I don't want to go there. Like brother, Doctor Manhattan. I do want to stay away from. He's not on Mars. He's not on Mars. 
He's been in hiding. And how fucked up is that, man? It's super fucked up. It is. I think that show has fucking got really good. I, every week, there's more questions than answers. It's whack. Like Chad not coming on the show. Yeah. I have no fucking idea what's going on in The Watchmen. I'm like lost as shit. I guess what I like you about it. it. I like it because I have no idea what's going on. The Dr. Manhattan thing is a, is a giant twist. I mean, they give you pieces to, so you know... Is it the potatoes? You know that... It was a slow burn. Yeah. The, the no-name actors. <laughs> Ozzy Mendeus is, is on a different planet, it seems like. Then uh, Silk Spectre is now part of the FBI. Night, uh, Night no Hour. Yep, Night Owl is in jail. And, Dr. and Rorschach's dead. And Dr. Manhattan... Well... We found out what about Dr. Manhattan last week. They are on planet no name. All I know is all I know is that black that blue dude gets around and I think it's because he's got a giant schlong. Aroused? Around. We don't even don't even have to. You don't even remember the movie where he just like did the the force lightning and was tickling her everywhere while he was in the other room? But like to move on from, from Silk Spectre to Angela Abar, like he gets around, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. That show is killing me. The what? The show is killing you? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna persevere, and I think it's gonna be one of those things you gotta watch it all over again after it's all said and done. Yeah. But but like okay. right now, it's what is that noise? Exactly. What noise? Sounds like someone getting drilled at a denture's office. Is that the actual like like? It making the layers, or is it, is that what it? Mm-hmm. Or is it actually yeah. just the going, like the gears going back and forth? It's just a it's where it's moving side to side and back and forth. It's not doing shit. It has to be. I see it moving on the screen. <laughs> Wax Chuck says, "Yeah, dude, he made her soul squirt." <laughs> you don't see that thing moving. <laughs> No, we can't see anything moving. Now I do. So is it is it the actual is it the actual like printing that's doing it or is it the actual moving back and forth of the mechanisms? Moving back and forth. The the printing itself is silent. The like the actual material coming out. It's the the beds moving one way and the sorry, the beds moving one way. And then the little where the filament is coming out is moving on a different axis. So you got Y and oh, so, so it's it show it the noises it it's yeah one so going it's like one's going right. yeah. So you got like your nozzle, and then everything is oh, like kind of that's a small nozzle, my friend. What what comes out of it is real small. So wax jock says it's the gears, dude. <laughs> That's okay. a small nozzle. This is a bigger nozzle. Fine. So it's like... There we go. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> is that, the, is that the, uh, the prototype for the Absolute Geek Vibrator? Uh, Sure. That when you With turn the it on... Yeah. Kyle yeah, when, the, <laughs> when you turn it on, it lasts like Kyle? Yeah, it's ribbed. For his pleasure or her pleasure. Are you trying to three print? Absolute 
Absolute geek does not discriminate. Yeah, are you trying to three D print yourself a, a hilt? Well, I did, I did. Yeah, is that what that is? Yeah, that's what I figured. Very nice. Oh, you're making a a, a, a lifesaver. Yes, <laughs> exactly that. Are you gonna Are you gonna cosplay a a Jedi while you go to the convention of the chopper? No, don't have time for that. That's too, too much. Far too busy for that. <laughs> far, <laughs> yeah. far too busy 3D printing nonsense and baby Yodas. Where the yeah. fuck is Chad at? He's being a pansy. He's ruining Where the pansy. He's ruining the drama that our Star Wars beat off. We're so far past Star Wars now, yeah. dude. You just <laughs> We're so beaten off. Wax Jack says <laughs> knobbed for Kyle's pleasure only. Finally. Dude, it'd be so cool if you made one and had like my face at the tip of it. So it's my <laughs> face entering. Just and the tip. Oh my god! Yeah, I just want to be just on the tip. So every time it goes in, <laughs> it'd be dope. Workout complete. If you can make that, you normal people are here. You would be like way up here if you could do something like that. Where was, normal, where was normal people again? It's got to like pour here? her a shot of Gentleman Jack right afterwards. Here, right here. Too. I can so, barely see my hand. All right, so then here I am. And see how far <laughs> here, my hand is. Here's normal, here's normal what people. What I would do is, is I, would go, I would go to the yeah, trophy shop, me. and I would make you a trophy that says, you're number one to Tim. You are the best. I love you. Kyle. And I would mail you that trophy. You'd It'd be easier for me to just make the trophy. You'd snail him that trophy. No, 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 no. You can make me the trophy that I will give to you. You can do that. I want to know how the fuck you snail somebody a trophy. What? You, <laughs> you said you were going to snail him a trophy. No, I didn't. <laughs> it came across to <laughs> snail you a trophy. Well, you also didn't say absolute in the first. I did. I absolutely did. Make like other cool shit. Is that your door knocker? knocker? (laughs) You rang. You should make it go. (laughs) Every time you do it. I have to get Matt to send me that sound clip then. Well, if you, I'll totally you laughing. Yeah. Of the laugh, yeah, the Kyle I'll send laughing. You, I'll send you whatever you want. It's more of a. <laughs> it's more of a cackle. Yeah, a raspy smoker cackle. That's it's getting into uh, Billy Madison now. Yep. Remember Let's that where they're talking about the dude laughing. <laughs> the weasel. He, no, he laughs more like a weasel. He's like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You not laugh like a weasel. I laugh like an awesome motherfucker. <laughs> there we, yes, wax. They have been doing awesome things with snails lately. You are correct, sir. Fuck is that? Snail technology has made leaps and bounds yep. of improvements over the last few years. Yep, what the improvements of snail technology is crazy to think that I can't live to, to you know, be six, seven hundred years old. Oh, I will be just because I'm awesome. Yeah. You know what's going to keep me alive? Gentleman Jack. 
and weed. And OG Kush. It's going to keep me alive forever. Where the fuck is Chad? He's a fucking pansy. Fuck that guy. I'm glad I didn't go to fucking King Diamond with him now. It would have been a disappointment, too. Maybe that's why he's not coming on the show. Dude, look. My phone shows us way behind. It's at the door knocker part. Yeah, it's, it's YouTube, man. YouTube's on a delay. Jesus Christ. He stole my yeah. hubcap. That's what uh, That's what hit me earlier. Jesus Christ? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You should tell the back the fuck up. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hit me. <laughs> I didn't know you were in a, a, a fucking sub-dom relationship with the Lord and Savior. He doesn't I, Lord and Savior shit. Chad says you missed out. That shit was diamond awesome. About as diamond awesome as you being in. Yeah, the, coming from the guy who's too scared to fucking... Hey, I'm just gonna talk to Chad. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna fucking come in and, and actually talk on the show. Whatever, Chad. You let me down. Uh, I, 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 Tim, I, Tim has the balls to come on. Chad, his balls are like this. Tim, his balls are like this. Just to let everybody know out there. Like I don't even know how Tim walks. He has to walk like like a cowboy because his balls are so big. Yeah, he wheelbarrows. He bounces around on him like like a hippity hop. Yeah, he wheelbarrows them, bro. He just throws them in a wheelbarrow and fucking pushes it in front of him. No, he just bounces them, ride them around town. Balls of steel. steel. Dude, I don't. It fucking hurts when someone flicks your nuts. I wouldn't imagine bouncing around on him like a hippity hop. This. I mean, it's Tim has talents because they're so big. They're talents. From dragging on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, haven't you ever seen uh, the South Park where Randy... Well, I've, I've seen it. Oh. I know exactly okay. what you're referring oh, yeah. to. I'm just like, I still think that it would hurt. You can't even get flicked oh, the all the way to the, Jumping and bouncing all the way to the dispensary. Yep. Put your nuts in a microwave so that way you can get testicular cancer to get free weed. Dope. That's the American way. I'm Chad. I'm just going to keep talking in the chat. Chad's under construction, sort of. Whatever, dude. His shit's null and void now. Whatever. You have been discredited. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars. Hey, I'm Chad. This is my Chad voice. This, this, This is what we're hearing from Chad. For sure, straight crickets. That's over here in the chat right now. I'm too scared to come on the podcast. I'm just gonna wait. (laughs) When did this become the podcast? I said podcast. Oh, (laughs) I never said (laughs) podcast. I thought I heard podcast. I'm sure you did. That's I'm Chad. I'm not gonna come on the podcast. There you go. I heard that one. 
Uh, no, nope, there's no funny comments from Chad. That shit's all next. <laughs> no one cares about your comments anymore, Chad. Nope. I've got tiny balls. I'm not going to come on the podcast. <laughs> I can't believe there's 10 people listening to us ramble and shit. <laughs> Here's a shot for all you guys. I mean, technically, there's not 10 people because I still have YouTube open in another tab. Just pound so. the bottle, bro. Pound, pound, pound. I think I count in the 10. Okay, nine. And I'm going to talk for the rest of the show like this until Chad comes on. That's what I'm going to do. Meanwhile, at Chad's house. <laughs> so what did you think of the black widow trailer tim cautiously optimistic i mean it it looks like it could be interesting the the black widow movie everybody wanted had jennifer lawrence in it and then oh my god are you she's talking so about hot. Red Sparrow or whatever it's called? Oh, she's so hot. Jennifer Lawrence is so hot. Yeah, that was Dude, like a she, black she did mocking Jay the shit out of Black Widow. That was like a Black Widow origin story. Orgy story. It's gonna be the porn. Oh damn, that would be fucking awesome. They already have the porn. It's called Black Widow. Oh, I'll be right back. Kyle had to go service himself after he thought about the porn parody of the Black Widow trailer. What do you think of? Uh, are you excited for Ghostbusters? I don't know until until I see the trailer Monday. I'm going to reserve judgment. You don't think Paul Rudd just automatically makes it home run? No, Paul, I don't think so. Paul Rudd, man, he is, but at the same time. Or like Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd gonna have good chemistry, still. I don't see why not. Well, I would hope so. I mean, and until today, when uh, Bill Murray reposted the trailer and everything on his Twitter feed or Instagram or whatever the hell it is he had, wasn't even a hundred percent that he was gonna be in the movie. That's. It's interesting. You said, have you watched on Netflix? Uh, you you have you seen the show The Toys That Made Us on there? No. So they have a documentary series called The Toys That Made Us where they talk about all the toys from the like 80s and 90s and, and the history right. behind them. And now they, they made a spinoff called The Movies That Made Us. And the first episodes are like Dirty Dancing. Um, it was Dirty Dancing, Die Hard, and Ghostbusters is one of them. And that's actually like, Bill. I guess it's Bill Murray's thing. They talk about it in that where like he didn't commit to being in Ghostbusters until like the day the shooting started. So like they were they were just pitching this movie as Bill Murray might be in it. The original cast they wanted for it was Dan Aykroyd, Jim Belushi, and uh, Eddie Murphy. They wanted Eddie Murphy to originally be one of the original Ghostbusters. And then what they, in the original movie nineteen eighty six? Yeah. And then when um when that Belushi that ruined that movie. Oh, the, the Crow is so much better in that movie. When Belushi died, that's that's how. Uh, they recasted him, and so that, and then they recasted Eddie Murphy with 
Bill Murray, but like they pitched the movie saying that Bill Murray was going to be in it, and he had no contract, he had no confirmation, nothing, and they didn't. They they were always on the fence about it till they showed up day one. Was going to be Eddie Murphy. What? Bankman was going to be Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Eddie Murphy was originally supposed to be. It was only supposed to be the three Ghostbusters, and Eddie Murphy. Bankman. Who else? It was only supposed to be Egon, Bankman, and Ray. Mm-hmm. Was, so it was supposed to be, but it was supposed to be Jim Belushi. Permission. Netflix, you- dude. There's a show, a show on Netflix called "The Movies That Made Us," and they talk about it. I don't believe shit. Okay. Netflix is not a reliable source. Yeah. No, like I don't even believe about the goddamn so was moly avocado fucking war. So was Eddie Murphy supposed to be Winston? Only because of fat stranger things. No, he was gonna. Eddie Murphy was gonna be Vankman. So right. They, that yeah, the original script of Winston. There was no Winston, right? And then they they rewrote the script a bunch, I guess, would during the the time the filming was, and they wrote Winston in. And the original script that they started shooting with, Winston had a lot more lines. He was a bigger part of the movie. And then as the filming went, they pro- they progressively cut his lines from the, from so, the movie. It was the so you know, Ghostbusters. And it still ended up with four Ghostbusters, right, not but, three. But the original, but the original script was three with, like I said, with Dan Aykroyd, Jim Belushi, and no, Jim, not Jim, John Belushi. Uh, fucking brothers, I get to mix up. But it was supposed to be him, the Blues Brothers, and Eddie Murphy. So John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, and, and Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Yes. So it was going to be Dan Aykroyd was going to be Ray. Mm-hmm. Spangler. Eddie Murphy was going to be Vankman. And John Bougie was going to be Egon. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're fucking telling us? I'm telling you. I'm calling your fucking card on that. Okay, watch the show. That you, because you guys there's no way he was he's, he was going to be the smart motherfucker. That's not his that's not his Well, I think game. it would have changed. I think you would have had Ackroyd being, uh, being So now Egon. you're no, but I'm just saying. No, no, yeah. Now you're changing your okay, story. Okay, so yes, I'm changing my story. But watch there the show. Go. Watch the show. And they talk about the movie and how, like, they started showing it to audiences without the the special effects being done. And they didn't finish the special effects until a few weeks before the movie was going to come out. So it's this whole thing. Because like, they didn't even know how they were going to work in the, the gatekeeper keymaster angle. And it was actually Rick Moranis who came up. It was Rick Moranis and Sigourney Weaver that ended up working that out, which is which is really interesting. It, it it's interesting to watch uh, if you're a fan of that movie to see like all the chaos that that movie spawned out of. So funny thing, you remember the two cartoons that yeah. came out, the Ghostbusters cartoons, real Ghostbusters, yeah. Yeah, so there's like that Ghostbusters crap, and then the real Ghostbusters. It was like movie Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy I can't remember his name, Winston, auditioned to be the voice of Winston on the cartoon. And he didn't. He got turned down because he didn't sound Winston enough. <laughs> That's awesome. That is single-handedly the best story I've heard today. Are you sure? I'm fucking positive. 
Cat rain all the time. At Stranger Things. Where where we get crow? Oh, that's right. He wasn't a crow, wasn't he? Oh my God! Welcome, welcome to the show, Tim. Thanks for catching up, buddy. <laughs> catching up? What? How? What did I miss? The whole you were behind on the whole Winston and the crow thing. It's all good, man. I still love you, dude. I heard you that's say just, something about the crow earlier, but I didn't put two and two together until then. That's exactly what I was just saying. Welcome. Now you're catching up again. That's twice. I appreciate it, man. I still oh. think you're awesome. Right, hey, you know what? Right here. Tam, I'm giving you this. I'm going to cherish it. You know what? I don't give many people the wink of the gun, so... That shows my how much I care about you. Oh, what are you confessing your love for Tim now? I did. I just did. I, I gave him the wink of the gun. Uh, gotcha. And now fucking Chad is MIA. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. We got it, man. We called his card. It's all good. <laughs> we sent an absolute geek reporter to Chad's house. They're standing by. We know he's got little balls, little baby balls. Tim has big old man balls. Big old man balls. Big old man balls. All right, well, since uh, we've come to the part where we've just talking about Tim's balls, do you have anything else you want to talk about tonight, Kyle? Chad just in the chat, LOL. Chad is null and void at this point. Anything he says is, is, it doesn't even mean shit. Null and void. Well, Michael, I am sending you a fucking care back package for being an awesome motherfucker and being the first person with the balls to call in. Yes, Michael, that was. There has been a lot of balls on this show, and they're not from Chad. Oh, Tim's chugging a beer now, too. Good for you. Except it's Bud Light, so you lose points yeah. for that. Oh, oh. Laughy face, laughy face, laughy face, laughy face. <laughs> Anyways. Let me drink more Gentleman Jack. Take a big shot to send us off, Kyle. That wasn't a big shot. What was the phone number thing? We have. We can take phone calls now. Tim. Oh. Yeah, What's that? People can call into the show. And I'm catching up again, Kyle. Oh, that's right. The third time during the show. Yeah, Michael, I'm going to send you some pretty cool shit for being the first person to willing to call in. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. And a drum roll, please. I don't have a oh, drum roll sound effect yet. <laughs> there you go. What the fuck is this guy? God, it only took 40 minutes of talking shit for you to get the balls to come in. I'm so busy. I'm trying to change my shirt. 45 minutes to change my shirt. No, Michael is not set up. I got it all torn down. I'm trying to get my office back together. It just, it ain't. Vice Rock. 
Excuses are like assholes. I, I've got one. Everybody has one, and we don't want to hear yours. Tim left because the size of his balls are now in question again. They're small. So, okay, so now, re, you know, what we were talking about an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. Rewind an hour. Rewind an hour. Now, we want to hear Chad's opinion on The Mandalorian. Um, I, th- I think Tim was pretty spot on, really. Um. Oh my I god! Like a lot of what what's happening. I like where the storyline's going. I still haven't watched today's episode. I've been did you put a Punisher beating on to be cool on the podcast? Uh, I did. Should I? It's it's loot crate, man. Should I flip it and be Daredevil? No, 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 no. Punisher crate. Um, I'm just fucking back. Back, if I remember correctly, and this was goes way back. Star Wars nerd shit. Um. So, supposedly, the first appearance that I ever saw of it or remember seeing of it was in the comic book. I could be wrong. That may, it may have actually been written. uh, What was that girl's? It wasn't Timothy Zahn. It was the other girl who wrote a bunch of the books for the EU. Um, And Andrea Andre, I can't remember her name. Um, And she wrote up how he had used his jetpack in Starlock Pit and. Used it and and rewired it short circuit, and then um, ended up getting out of the Starlack pit. So he ended up surviving and all that. But then Disney came and they they refused to use any of the EU and threw it all in the trash and said we won't honor or do anything in the EU of Star Wars, which was. It's actually created some controversy. They used to have a, a I don't know, I should call a panel or, or a guild, if you will, of um, guys that would sit and review at, at Lucas um, Studios and make sure that everything in the EU timeline was legit. Like they, you couldn't, you could send in. Before they sold it to Disney, you could write anything you wanted in Star Wars and send it into to Lucas and Lucasfilm and Lucas Arts, blah blah blah. And they would review it and see if your story would chorologically fit into the Star Wars EU because of the timeline and all the stuff that's been written, all the stuff that's been done. They didn't want you to to say and write a story that Han Solo was, you know, with Chewie out in Kashyyyk, you know, at a point in time after, you know, Chewie died. Spoiler alert. Um, so they, they used to, he does, Han's son actually ends up accidentally killing Chewie. Um so, we don't I want mean, you to go to a point in time where Chewie's dead, but something else happens. But we're going to give it to Disney and let them have Han Solo have an illegitimate family before right. he, he cheated so, on, it, with Leia. It'd be cool if, if, it, if, it a, if there's a Han Solo movie about him franchising <laughs> out to different families. So, so like, in the, in the, Kind of like the rubber ball and Toy Story with the red red star on it. Like every little corner would have like a little a little baby Yoda in the corner, you know, like little. Rubber. I think that's a Disney Plus show. It, instead of the Brady Bunch, it's it's the sol, the Solo Bunch, 
and all right. of his illegitimate children move into a, one house together. Right. Yeah. Why not? It sounds great. So yeah, I mean, it, it, they said that he that he lived the Starlack pit, and then there was a bunch of other stuff. But how how do you correlate it? Because Disney's denied any of the EU, and they won't allow you to use it anymore. Um, she's screwing up the movies. That I, I refuse to memorize that lady's name. Uh, you know, I don't <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I, I just refuse to even remember her name because she just, she's horrible. She's terrible. Um, I don't know how many people know it, but um, so the guy who plays Happy in in Iron Man and, and Spider-Man and all that. John the big, Favre. Yep. So he's the guy that's actually doing most all of the new Mandalorian stuff. Um, you know what I've, I now call John Favreau? I call him the Golden Goose. Yeah, I, because I, you know, dude, because what he makes is fucking dope. Like, you know, if like it or not, but he is the one who re he uh, he sparked the Marvel movies that we love now. It's because yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah, he directed the first Iron Man movie. Yeah, he's, he helped yeah, write it too. He's he's the real deal. Like he's. And thank God we have him. He's one of those people that actually not only has read books and comics and and more of it, but he wants to make something good live action with the true lore as a basis. Um, I mean, do you really think he's the savior of Star the Star Wars franchise? Because I think he's revitalizing a lot of excitement for the Star Wars franchise. I, I really think that he's going. I I hate to label anyone the savior of anything. Um, I think he's our best shot as far as having any kind of future Star Wars franchise because so many of the Star Wars fans today have absolutely disowned and really they're, they're just not into the new movies. They really hate them. And I'm torn. I mean, there's a lot of good and bad content about the movies. I wish they'd have followed the EU books a lot closer. I think their profits would be better. I think they'd see more. It would um, that you'd see more movies. You'd see more continuity. You'd see more flow. I also understand. I mean, when they went and they pitched all these movies to you know Mark and uh, Hamill and Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher, and they were like, "Look, we're." We're in we're, we're, we're dead. We're done with it. Okay. That was our past. We want to move on. So they wanted to, to touch on it and help build another basis, but they didn't want to really carry on this huge legacy that is such a, a, a chore. And, and all the EU books, I mean, they were just Han and Leia and and Luke and and then Mary Jade comes in. Um, and, and it keeps going and going and going. So there's, there's what, 20 books or something like that? And it's all Han and Luke and Leia. And they're like, look, we're not doing that. Um, we have lives, and, and we'd like to die in them properly. <laughs> um, You're talking so, about the books. Yeah, the, the EU Tim books. A lot, a lot of the Timothy Zahn books, um, mm -hmm. you know, Heir to the Empire and, and Dark Horse Rising and, and so on and so forth. Truce of Bakura. Look, that's got the, all the cool uh, 
Darth Vader dialogue in it. Mm. Brian always mentions it. Do you guys uh, know? I, I don't know. I'm not the only sure. One, the only one of the books I even know anything about, and I never really read them, I had the audio versions, were the Thrawn books. Mm. Good too. What happened to those? Uh, Thrawn. And then you have, you know, back before we had all the Cartoon Network and all that stuff, we had Shadows of the Empire, which went huge, and it had Prince Zizzer in it and all that. But that actually all took place, uh, what was that? Um, I think it was right after Empire, the Strike Empire? No, it was right before Empire. Empire. So between A New Hope and Empire. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it, they've left that whole, you know, saga out. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's good and bad. I, I'm, I, I feel like a lot of this, the fans today expect so much of our childhood to be redone, and that's just never going to happen. It, it, it's kind of like a drug addict shooting heroin. You're never, you're always going to be chasing that first high again. It's not, it's gone. We're never going to get that again. Because Could you're not six years old going to the theater in 1977. That's not going to happen anymore. But if you were six years uh, old in 1977, you're fucking old. I'm just playing. <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think if they actually remade episode four? Oh, God. What do you think would happen? What do you think the out? Like, they kind of did be? already. Nah. What? They kind of did already. With yeah. what? Called Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but I mean, if they called it episode four, what do you think it would? Uh, do you think the outcry uh, would be for that? And get think, shit on. Yeah, they, they, the fans would absolutely have apoplexy, man. It would. You would cause it, people would just lay down in the streets and start flopping. Like you, ever, water, you remember? You remember? <laughs> the what, Tim? Remember the Chappelle show? Uh-huh. All right. So remember when he was the the black white supremacist guy Clinton, that was Clinton Bigsby? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, at the end, when Clinton Bigsby pulled off his hood, and there was the one like skinhead dude in the back, and his head just exploded. Yeah. It'd be yeah. just like that. It, it would. <laughs> I agree. They're going to make another trilogy. So instead of New Hope, Empire, and Jedi, those get shifted again. You're going to have another three <laughs> movies in between them. But, I mean, they've they've gone back and added all the new content and all the all the stuff to it. They've really – I mean, they've gone back and literally almost remade it with all the extra new stuff in it anyway. Um, what I think that a lot of us, our, us major fans have missed is that we – we're missing out the enjoyment. Just we're not going for the pure fan base entertainment feeling anymore. We're going because we want this new big epic first time chasing the dragon fucking Star Wars experience. And we're forgetting that we're ruining it for our children. Here's so you like people who are going to see episode nine are just people that are hoping to get that same high from episode four. Absolutely. Well, at four, five, and six, they're they're all just they're just yeah. changing that feeling like, oh, I gotta get that again. 
and they're missing out and, and robbing their children of the chance to just go and, and and enjoy it. Stop chasing that dragon. Stop trying to get that first time six year old feeling of I style Star Wars in the theater. Um, I own a no. Uh, first is a really good high. Mandalorian brought back 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 that high for me though. Mandalorian has really given me my, a love I mean, for Star Wars again. And that's what we were saying a little bit ago is, is man, the Mandalorian's really, he's doing a great job. There's a good chance right now with the way that they're doing the Mandalorian of bringing back a lot of fan base and a lot of fanfare and a lot of really good content. And they're being true to, to the Star Wars blood. They're being true to... The comic books are being true to. I mean, he's already brought back the gun. He brought back uh, what Life Day. He brought back. I mean, he that's some true grit, like Easter egg shit right there. That's that's the real deal, and that's what the fans want. That's how the fans get their their high. That's how they get their. Oh my gosh, did you see that? Like, I remember the first time I saw him walk out with that gun, and I'm like, holy shit, that is the first – that's the gun he used on the animated series. That's a fucking special gun. Yeah. Ridiculous on that damn cartoon. Yeah. Damn, it looks cool. I know. I was the same way. I was like, man, that's epic. I can't believe they set up with that. And the that music, epic. the fucking music, man, makes the score really – I can't stress enough – to if, if if there's any young filmmakers out there, how important music is to your to your show to convey a feeling. It makes it breaks a fucking movie or something because the that's where you're getting the feel. That's where you're getting the the excitement. That's where you're getting the down and the up and the in the and the oh no's. That's where you're getting it. Is from the score. Yeah, and he did. They did a really good job, or that chick that did the score did a really good job of meshing the spaghetti western with the Akira Kurosawa sound, which is where spaghetti westerns come from. They come from the Akira Kurosawa stuff. So I, I can't believe we haven't seen that in in more mainstream stuff before because it just seems so right. It just fits like a glove. Well, and I I totally agree with you 100%. I think, you know, William's first three movies and the way that he did the sound was was so epic and so important. We're not seeing a lot of that in the new three movies. I think that's a big part of why it doesn't feel as good. Yeah. Um, and, and also, again, I think that people need to go and remember that it's about entertainment and it's about sharing it with your children now. Go in entertainment because that's your kids are getting that original feeling you had back in, you know, uh, late 70s, early 80s that we all were like, oh, my gosh, that's that's incredible. That was wonderful. Take your like it was cool because I my to, to The Force Awakens. We went to, like, what was it, Matt, the 2 a.m. showing? Yeah, something like that. I took, I took both of my kids to the movies so that we could experience that together. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Even though they both fell asleep. Yeah. We yeah, still got to be doesn't matter. In 20 years, your kids are going to be like, I was fucking there, man. That first day, I was there. Yeah. Two in the freaking morning. You know, I'm a, I'm a rock star of Star Wars. I'm super nerdy. My dad took me. That's the drunk tale around the campfire. 
your kid just been telling 20 years that makes Star Wars what Star Wars is. That's what makes you know what? They remember it because they have mentioned it more than once. Well, yeah. that's like Dad. You made us go to that crappy movie at two o'clock in the morning. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like what it is. It's the memory. Like when they're when they have their kids, that's what they're going to say. You know, Grandpa took me to see that. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. and that's all. My dad refuses to watch the new Star Wars, even the even the the prequels, <clears throat> even Episode One, Two, and Three. He refuses to do it. He's like, I saw what is Star Wars in the movies or in the theaters. When I was a kid, I'm never. I don't need to see anything else. He's like, those are. I that's watched Star Wars before. That's my Star Wars. What came before and came after, it doesn't exist to me. So, I wish I didn't refuse to watch the prequels to begin with, and and like held to my guns. Awesome. What now? Episode three is awesome. The first one, I'll agree that it's good. Episode three is good. I thought episode three was good. Yeah. But it, it could have been better. It, the reason why it wasn't good it is it because that whole Anakin turn needed to be super dark and super evil. And, and it needed to be longer drawn out. Yeah. And they couldn't like it do it. And there was happened just like that. What was the book where it's all the Dark Vader, Anakin... Like that's talk. episode three. Episode three. So if you guys go read episode three's yeah. book, whoo, that's when it's really dark, right? Before okay. episode three came out, I told I was working at a place called Cleaver Electric in Fort Collins. <laughs> they were they were like, oh, you know, what's it like? Because they all knew I was a big Star Wars nerd and all that. And uh, so they were like, Well, Chad, how is it? You know, you know about all that stuff. And I was like, Look, guys. This is not going to be your friendly, fluffy Yoda everything movie, okay? Like this, this if they do anything like the book, this is the dark story. This is where shit turns. This is where Anakin turns to Vader. This is where evil meets evil. This is the bad. This is a dark story. Don't go there thinking you're going to come out feeling fluffy and, and unicorns and rainbows and shit because that ain't going to happen. That's not this story. Michael says you murdering know, children wasn't evil enough, huh? Well, he didn't get yeah. the murder. In the book, you get to, you get more storyline. They should have showed that. They yeah. should have showed that. I, I am kind of glad that they didn't because... I don't know that enough parents were familiar with it and with the storyline that, I mean, you see Star Wars and you, and, and you think, oh, I can take my kids to that, you know, fucking Ewoks and Jar Jar Binks and, and other, you know, gay shit that my kids can tolerate. But then you walk in there and all of a sudden you've got the dark side killing kids in a very brutal manner in that book. I mean, the book is just, they lay it down. Yeah. In the movie, I thought it was awesome that they actually did that. I was, like I was actually really surprised that they even put that scene in the movie. I, I was actually really surprised. To point, like, what it's doing, like, what the effects are going to be, and it makes sense for later episodes why it is the way it is. Right. They yeah. They needed to absolutely, but I was surprised that they did because 
of the the whole kids and and I, I was really surprised, but I and I was glad. I thought they did a pretty good job. I think they would have definitely had to change the rating had they described. That's what they should have done. They should have changed the rating. Yeah, I mean because it was a brief. It you didn't truly see what he did, but you just knew what he was doing. Yeah, it was it was implied. It was yeah. You knew he walked in there and what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah, in in the book, man, he he slaughters some some stuff, man. He. Audio book for that because I might fucking I need to listen to that. Yeah, yeah, you can find it on audiobook. It gets a, really dark parts of that book, but I mean, then you turn around and you look at okay, so we got the whole Clone Wars, you know, saga of cartoons. I really enjoy them, and I think there's a lot of good content and stuff in there. But honestly, the best cartoons were the ones done by Gendy. Uh, Tarchovska, I, I can't. Yeah, yeah, the the samurai one, uh, and the the Cartoon Network five minutes a piece. Samurai Jack, and yeah, he did Samurai Jack. He does Powerpuff Girls. He does all of that, and that one right there, they should have gave him a whole nother set to do. He touched on all the key main stuff. How Anakin gets his scar. How it. How. He, they did not give him enough time or enough content to describe the turning, the beginning turning of Anakin, because that's really where it starts to go, go down the road. That's that's the fork in the road where Anakin chooses to go down, and, and they don't they don't give it enough of credit. What happens in that? Yeah, I agree. It could have been a really good movie. It could have been, but here's the problem. Here's here's the reason, and we all know this. I mean, we're just beating a dead horse here, but the reason why uh, the prequels were such dog shit is because George Lucas was writing it and directing it. Period. Well, he wanted to make something for his kids, and he yeah. shouldn't have done that. But I mean, he wrote. You know, he wrote all of them. He wrote the first three. He wrote the the prequel three. He, he wrote them. When he starts getting his hands into too much of it, and he'll tell you that too. I've seen a million and one interviews where he says, I enjoy doing it. I love it. I think I do okay. I think there's other people that do it better. Well, um, he got – he also he also brought – um, he didn't want to direct the first three, the prequels. He wanted, right? I think if I remember, he had a meeting with Ron Howard, um, Steven Spielberg, and um, who was else? Who else was there? Uh, Peter Jackson. Wiseau? Was it? I think it might have been Tommy uh, Peter. Jesus, Peter Jackson. Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> and uh, he 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 said, "I want you guys to direct them," and they told him, "No." They said, "We're not going to do it. You need to do it." And they fucked up. They shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Because to me, uh, my favorite Star Wars is Empire, and I think that that one is so good because what's his name did it? Kasdan did it. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, he I, knocked that one out of the park. I mean that, and I, honestly, and I, I'm biased, probably much like you, Brian. Empire's it, my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. As far as you're net, you're never. 
I shouldn't say never. It's almost impossible to see a sequel that does as good or better than the original. And Empire absolutely did that. That was one of the very first setting or precedents of a, of a second movie that was so well written, so well directed, so much content put in, so many great one-liners. It you, you just you don't see that. that. I I really honestly can't think of another franchise ever in the history that had a second movie that was that much better than the first. Yeah, maybe Terminator Indiana Jones, Jones. Terminator Two. Temple of Doom was terrible. Yeah. Really? It really Dude. wasn't that. I mean, it, once you got into uh, the later stories of Indiana Jones, it was more understandable, but I, I didn't think Temple was that great. I think The Last Crusade is still the best Indiana Jones. I agree. I agree. I love The Last Crusade. Everything about What about it the is, Crystal Skulls? It's fucking garbage. Yeah. Fucking Tim, dude. Why do you got to keep bringing us down with these fucking terrible fucking Fuck movies, dude? Yeah. I named the dog Indy. I don't know. Do you guys know the whole tie-in between all of that? Jesus. And I'll have to show you a picture. I actually have a picture of the dog and everything. Anyway. Okay. Back in the day, George Lucas had a Malamute. And his name was Indy. Indiana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended up creating Chewbacca because he loved that Malamute so much. That dog was so awesome. Now, I don't know if you've ever had a Malamute, but I've had all kinds of dogs. My Malamute was the one that that breaks the mold for all other dogs. Like, I love that dog. Once you have a Malamute, it's they're incredible dogs, and they're a huge pain in the ass. But you just love them. And so there, when they did the whole display of all the costumes and everything uh, years ago in Denver, we went down and and they had a picture of George Lucas and his Malamute next to him, and it's and it's right up there next to the original Chewbacca and Han Solo costume that they tour around and everything, and and it you know tells the story about his dog and everything. But then when they were doing all the Indiana Jones stuff, he wanted to make sure that that line got into the, the movies with, you know, Spielberg and everybody and all the stuff going on in there. And um, that's how that line in that third movie came about is, you know, I named the dog Indiana because it, because George Lucas's dog that he made Chewbacca of was actually named Indiana. And that's how they came up with the name for Indiana Jones, blah, 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 and all that story tied together. But I'll that makes send you that picture sometime. It's a great picture. That's fucking cool as fuck. Little little deep Star Wars Indiana Jones trivia tie together shit there. And I seen the last crusade at the movie theater. Yeah, so did I. I remember that. It was fucking I, I love that movie. Now, do you also know about the uh there's a in the original Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, when they're thrown into that snake pit, uh-huh. in the little pillar, there's a little carving of R2-D2 and C-3PO in, in like an Egyptian hieroglyph on there. No way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I am totally going to go to Temple of Doom. Yeah. I'm going to fucking see that. 
Yeah, you can Google it and it's they'll explode it and show you exactly where it's at and everything. But yeah, there's a little Egyptian hieroglyph on the pillar when she's yelling at him, and you can see it behind her. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's a little R2 and uh, C3PO. That's dope when movies. I, I like when movies do stuff like that because you don't, at the time, you have no fucking idea. Right. Like, well, the, you know, I mean, how many years do you think it took for them to catch on that? Because, that, I mean, Indiana Jones was made second. Sure. I mean, how many years do you think it took before somebody actually noticed that? Well, and there's then, no way when the Dune came out, somebody said, "Holy fuck, that's from Star Wars!" I guarantee that, that didn't happen. That's that chasing the dragon first moment again when they, yeah, there it is, when they go back into tie-in movies together with other movies, then where's our two? I, dude, I totally fucking see it it's right yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> that is so fucking dope. I totally see it. Yeah, there's another scene where she's yelling at him, and you can see it in the background behind her too. But that's again, that's that's that that epic moments where movies tie to movies. You find the Easter eggs. That's what helps give that feeling that, oh my gosh, the epic first time Star Wars feeling. You know, first time Indiana Jones feeling. That's that's you know, what like Armageddon with an <laughs> asteroid. Hits in the very beginning. The movie still the sucks. Selling, he's still, dude. That movie's fucking badass. Dude. I was about to say, yeah, that movie's great. That movie's what? Movie. Armageddon. Be here. That shit's dope, man. Yeah. Hey, man, I Ar feel the power between my legs, dude. That Armageddon's awesome. <laughs> but in, in the beginning, Armageddon, when the asteroid origin, when a small meteor hits. In New York, the dude is selling Godzilla shit, and that was the next movie that Michael Bay was doing was Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. So he had all the displays up, and he didn't even know it. It's fucking. I, I like when movies do that shit. Yeah, I do. Too. Disney, Disney's known for that too. Oh yeah, absolutely. the The whole storyline between well, and there's a bunch of other stuff because of all the guys that went to school together. So Toy Story has its, you know, the um, the pizza delivery truck that you see all through there. They have the little ball, rubber ball with the red star on it. <laughs> is it Stan Lee in every Marvel movie too? Yes, I think almost. he is. I think he is. Yeah, almost. And I still think that they should – I honestly think that's great, you know – with the whole Deadpool idea, if they're going to, since Stan is gone, God bless his soul, um, I think Deadpool should actually take that over and have a cameo in every movie, and it would be cheesy as shit, which would make it great. I agree. That'd be kind of cool. You see Deadpool fucking driving a bus or fucking walking a dog or something. That'd be actually kind of cool. Completely. Yeah, I think it'd be a really good tie-in for Disney to give that Easter egg moment that would really help carry the legacy and carry it on and get people the excited feeling again. What do you think, think of, of ABC doing that Stan Lee tribute this next in like two weeks? Um, Have you guys seen that? I haven't heard a lot about it. I heard that there was a special 
Say that again. What's that? I said their ABC is doing like a whole Stan Lee special, like a like a tribute to Stan Lee. I. You haven't I, seen that yet. No. Matt, bring bring, bring that up so everybody can see it. I've been just slammed this week. Um, Jamie, put that shit on the screen. Well, the other here's part here's part of my personal feelings, and I really would like to hear what you guys have to say. I love Stanley to death, and I really respect what he's done for us. But all and all, be all, Jack Kirby got fucked as you can get in the entire. What I was hoping they do in this special is, is show him to be kind of a dick when he was a dick. You know what I mean? Yeah, Stan really screwed Jack Kirby in a bad way. And he screwed a couple people. But yeah, you're right. Stan's got some great ideas. He had great visions and he really set himself up to be that that voice, that background, that face of Marvel. But in doing so, he really stepped on some people and and it was shitty. And Jack Kirby, he's the one that's responsible for the image that you see in your head when you go to sleep at night. When I say the words, you know, Iron Man, Black Panther, um, you know, Spider Man, he, he's the one that that Jack does. Kirby didn't draw Spider Man. Um, Dicko, oh, yeah, right? It was Steve Dicko. Yeah, it was Dicko. He got screwed too, and he was a Jack Kirby guy. He did. But I mean, yeah, when you think of when you think of Fantastic Four and stuff, that's what you should think of is those characters. Yeah. Yeah, and and so I mean, I love and respect what Stan has done for us, but at the same time, but wasn't that just the mo back then too? Because I mean, Bob Kane did it to Bill Finger, so. <laughs> 60s man you're like yeah. beast man everything's cool make love not war that doesn't I'm make it okay that was just that's a, I, I thought that was the vibe of that time yeah that's the vibe of today fuck you it's all about me that's what my have you, vibe. What have you done for me good. lately and exactly, you pay yeah. Me. yeah i mean i just feel like i don't know today i feel like some of our humanity has been surpassed by technology it, it, you just you get smaller good groups of solid friends but I, on a world basis I don't see a whole lot of people spreading and sharing the love I do it every Friday night at 7.30 p.m. Well, you're the exception Kyle we all love you <laughs> but you're a love whore Kyle's a love whore I have nothing nothing but love to give a round of applause for the love for Kyle. Like circling back to something, when everybody at your last electrical company asked you about Star Wars, when I the first time I walked up to you and I looked at you, I said, "Holy fuck, this guy needs to be my friend." <laughs> All I remember is waiting to go in the gate, and I'm like, "Does that guy have a fucking Nightwing bumper sticker in his window?" Like, oh my god, nobody sports Nightwing in their window. I will call this guy Grayson forever. <laughs> this guy will be dubbed Grayson. I will find out this guy's name, and I will totally friend him. And <laughs> Grayson. So, and here you are, fucking a couple years later. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you, everybody. It's great to be nominated. I appreciate the applause. Uh, Give that man the gauntlet. (laughs) I think I need more whiskey. Yeah. I think you need the opposite of that. Yeah. This is what I need. Some fucking water. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I need more of this. Yeah. My new best friend. Yes. I love you. But anything excellent. Anything else you'd like to talk about, Chad? Tim? So we have these two awesome special guests on with us. Fuck, I think I'm just gonna go back and delete the first hour of the show and just keep this and make this the show because this was more entertaining than the first hour. Yeah, the first hour blue. I I was I was do it too. I was doing other crap, so I got I came in. I don't know. I was messing Brian this for about twenty minutes before or fifteen minutes before I even commented, but. No, this is a, I mean, is there anything else you guys would like to talk about? My two awesome friends, Chad and Tim. I, um. Fuck, you disappoint me just now. I'm just what, sitting here what? watching Tim look at all this gay porn because he doesn't know how to delete his screen share from the behind the scenes. <laughs> so I'm just watching his, his Google search come back and forth. That's dope. You're looking at porn. Did you send any books for McFarland to sign, Chad? Uh, you know, I didn't. Um, Where's the gay porn? I thought about doing it, and here's... I have some that are exclusive that I probably should send and and have signed. I, I really should. Uh, uh-huh. One... You could have sent them with us, dude, with ours. Yeah, well, I, 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 I mean, right now I'm really trying to rebudget and re, you know, get set budget. Shit. This is a Todd McFarland signing. I know, but here, here's, what other, here's the other thing I'm afraid of. Spend 200 bucks, get the Godfather to sign shit for you. The There's Todd no Father. It is the Todd Father. It is, and I got those two books signed when we went to the to the Alamo Draft House, and that was awesome. That was that was great. That was awesome. Um, but I'm afraid that. So I send in my 150 variant. I have them sign it. I get it back. Do you spawn 150? Next, yeah, and and three. I think it's 300, and then. Uh-huh. You know, a week later, you want on real- eBay, I see 500 of them. Yes. Now, now they all want $70 for it because everybody and their dog sent in yes. the 150 variant. So now that- I buy it for $70 versus paying the 89 plus shipping and handling, plus dicking with the time weight, plus dicking with maybe they messed up my book. That's a well, great point, dude. I mean, yes, but if, would it be for your personal collection? Or are you getting it to sell? Um, I don't. You, you I, have, some, I have a problem, and it's called hoarding, and uh, so I don't really sell it. <laughs> it would be for you. So then, who fucking cares what eBay selling it for? You would be getting it. Some holy shit. Go back up again. Go to your right. 
go up. Oh, that ain't shit, dude. Yeah, I'm I was about to say, you should come over to our, my house. Uh, and you, should, you, should come, you should come to my house, yeah. I like, is that a stand-up desk? That's cool. Yeah, that's an old drafting table. That's cool. Yeah, I used to draw and draft and do all kinds of you, it's priceless. And this, is, this is just my one room. I still got 12 dish packs of uh, Star Wars toys sitting in my in my master bedroom. Like that. Uh, you want to see Star Wars toys, you go to and look in Brian's other bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean I don't I don't sell I I do stuff when I hold it and I keep it and then maybe one day like I'm looking to sell all my Star Wars toys at this no, point so so I do do some other ventures um and buy some, a few other things um you know I, I I hold on to a lot of the stuff hoping to cruise and you cross your fingers much like I was watching you guys open those garbage pail kids the other night and I was like Jesus what you know, you things I've gotten rid of I used to have you know one or two complete sets and um, and I'm watching you guys open them it's like God I remember that card shit I remember looking for that card for like six kids at so those were those were put out in 2013, uh-huh. and uh, they're super hard to find now. But uh, when Blowout Cards had their Black November deals, they had them on sale for the same price you could get them in 2013. They're really oh. hard to find. I mean, you could find old boxes on eBay for – let me take a look here. I mean, uh, I the original those. boxes go for wow. ten grand, but Jeez. but the Topps Chrome one go for – um, it makes me. I kick myself in the ass for when, hey, oh, I'm a teenager now. I don't need cards and toys. I'm gonna throw these motherfuckers away. And now I'm kicking myself in the ass because I had awesome fucking. I'm, I'm kicking myself in the ass because I had complete mint inbox unopened. Um, every mask vehicle that they ever made. Oh, uh, at a garage sale. Because I wanted the money so I could buy a new skateboard or some shit like that. Oh. And, uh, yeah. So I used to have every mask vehicle ever made in box, mint, unopened, and I sold them like an idiot, you know. But how many how many Tatooine Luke's heads did I pop off, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, playing in the sand and he lost his head again. Yeah, what You can you get – Do you just collect – books or i mean you got you're a nerdy guy you gotta collect and hoard more than just books matt i i do but i'm more i grew up more what's that i said he collects toenails yeah i do i'm like your mom i keep them in a little dish belly button lid yeah that was so good right (laughs) whatever uh i collect more um i don't know i collect figures and stuff too but not like like that, I grew up. I grew up Turtles, Power Rangers. So like that was my my big thing, and and I collect uh, anime statues and shit like that. That's my my thing. Yeah, I really want to start getting into more of the statues um, and figures. Hey, scale. It's hard because they're fucking. No, no, you need to jump into basketball cards with me and Brian. Yeah, I'm not. I do hockey cards, but I I. I don't do basketball, man. I don't. Oh, you do hockey cards, bro? Look at I will watch golf before I watch. What did you, Brian? What do you think of those prism hockey cards? 
They don't have prism wow, hockey cards. They only have upper deck. There you go. There Two unopened are. boxes from Connor McDavid's rookie year that I'm going to be opening up soon. I thought they had some at Walmart. They don't do uh, prism hockey cards. They only do upper deck hockey cards. They don't do Panini ones? No. Panini only has uh, uh, basketball and baseball and football. Um, the only cards that are hockey are upper deck. And then Tops does baseball. I thought Tops did a couple runs of NHL. They did back in the day. So back in the day, like um, like like I my white whale that I'm searching for right now is a Wayne Gretzky rookie card, seventy nine. Yeah, with that. Yeah. You're, you're you're selling shit to get that, right? Yeah, I'm selling shit to get that. Yeah, so, right. No, no. <laughs> you can get them for about five six grand. Right, so I'll, I plan on getting one for about five six grand. Where are you at now in the buying and selling to it? It's between so seven hundred and grand. I have a thousand saved up for that from just selling. From just selling, yeah, selling comic books. Well, Fl well, Fleer used to make hockey cards. No, Fleer never made. Well, they made a couple of years of hockey cards back in the late nineties. Yeah, that's to say that's a Fleer. Uh, um, Vladimir Konstantinov, right there. Yeah, yeah, but um, here was mainly Stop. basketball. Dude, my favorite basketball cards are still the Skybox cards. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be the coolest, the coolest era of basketball cards. Yeah, ninety three, ninety four. Fleer was making hockey cards. Yep, ninety six, ninety seven. So it just in the nineties they were. Yep. So yeah. what is it, 93, 94, or 96? Well, there's I've got sets from 93, 94, and 96, 97. So they didn't make them in 95? Yeah, know. they did. They probably did. I just don't have cards yeah. from it. They made them from like 93 to like 2004. So they caught the end of the card craze. Well, see, what happened is, is the um, leagues decided that they were only going to allow certain companies – to have exclusive contracts for the uh, rights to print their stuff. So now um, the NHL only allows Upper Deck to print uh, licensed material. The football only allows Panini to print licensed material. Baseball only allows Tops slash Bowman, which is owned by Tops, to print, print licensed material. And uh, what was the other one? Basketball only allows Panini to print licensed material. So it sucks. It really sucks. Yep, 2019-20. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'd, what do you think of those Panini? I'd, I'd, I'd look for a spawn card, and uh, I'd look for, you know, some hockey cards. I've always been a, a hockey guy. Um Who's your team? I, I don't. Who's well? <laughs> I'm torn. And the promo next Wednesday, my two teams are playing against each other. I love it because back when I was drinking, rivalry I Wednesday, hammered because every time either of them scored, I'd love it. So Who's your team? number one, Devils are my boys because back Who's in the seventies, back in the seventies. Uh, we had a team, the Colorado Rockies, yes. and the Colorado Rockies got sold to New Jersey, and they became the Jersey Devils. 
Yeah. Uh, New Jersey Ice Devils. Baseball team originally, it was a hockey team? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, and Don Cherry was, was their coach. Here's a little toss back. So that was the hat that I was wearing at the Alamo uh-huh. Draft House. That was a Colorado Rockies hat from back in the 70s with their logo and stuff. Todd, the Todd father, walked up. Oh, hey, that's an old Rockies hat, man. I love it. That looks really good. I mean, he knew exactly who it was right off the bat, threw it down. Of course he knew hockey. He, he just – he. I was like, damn. That's not, not only is he Canadian, he grew up in Edmonton when Messier, Gretzky, Curry, Glenn Anderson, yeah. you know, they were all uh, hockey. He was around the greatest team in hockey history. Oh, yeah. 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 Four four cups. Well, and he was he was playing near all-star uh, NBL baseball before yeah. he ever got into comics and all that. He did a yeah. huge baseball career and tried to go pro. Yeah. Todd McFarland did? Yeah. No way. Absolutely. I've never heard that. Yeah, yeah he, he owns he the – up in New York. He went over to Washington. Then he went up to Canada, and then he came back down to – Somewhere in the back of Canada, went back over to Yeah, he had a major, a minor, minor league. Uh, oh my god, I want a Todd McFarland fucking baseball card so bad it hurts now. Right. I don't think they have any. Man. I don't think they, they make them for the minors, do they? Somewhere there has to be something somewhere. I don't I think McFarland baseball or a fucking. Or a small store. Yeah. McFarland attended tryouts at Gonzaga. There's gotta be a jersey out there. Good but call. But he never Brian. he never played minor. He 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 tried to play college ball, but that was it. There won't be a card. Yeah. When Todd's college baseball eligibility ended and no major league team sought him out, he continued to draw comic characters. Good for. I'm so glad that nobody, no com, no fucking baseball team picked him up. Yeah, right. Could you, could you imagine that if we had Todd McFarlane, the the no-name fucking outfielder versus Todd McFarlane, the fucking creator of Spawn? We would not have a Spawn. We would not have an amazing Spider-Man 300 with a, such an awesome cover. You'd probably be dumbass. You walking dead. Dude. You would Where you have- guys go? You wouldn't have Saga. You wouldn't have – I mean, think of just that one little blip in life that could have changed so many lives. It would have – you wouldn't have Wildcats or Youngblood or, or any of that shit. Pitt, Max, all that would be nothing. There wouldn't He's be – ready? D-backs baseball. Who is the man behind the mask? Well, it's the incredibly talented Todd McFarland, Valley resident, comic book creator, illustrator, author, toy maker – I mean, you do it all. Well, directing, little Hollywood stuff, and I and I coach a youth baseball team, so we keep busy. You're here tonight because motherfucker ever project.com. You have uh, designed a plate and signed it. Uh, it's Spider Man, which was your early love and your, your early creation. Uh, tell me more about this project. Well, the Diamondbacks been doing it for the last couple of years. They're getting people around the valley, and sometimes even outside. Trying to get as wide a net of celebrities as they can. It's 2013. So a little bit of a doodle on a home plate. They auction it off. The auction is going to go until August 2nd, August 3rd. Uh, homeplateproject.com. 
and all the money goes to charity. Kind of cool. About, so yeah. baseball. You played baseball growing up. You love this sport, and, and you're a great That's collector. Awesome. Uh, tell me more about your, your baseball collection. You've got some pretty special baseball. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm a frustrated athlete. I still wish I could play. I, I played Pac-10 baseball, but wasn't good enough to go past that. Um, the, the collection probably people sort of chide me the most about is I was that guy that spent way too much on that Mark McGuire 70 ball. Um, and then a couple years later, nope. you know, all of a sudden makes a run, breaks the record. So you never want to have the second best of anything. So I had to go chase that ball down. And then uh, at, at one of the auctions, I also got Sammy Sosa's 66, which is the third highest total. So I own the top three home run marks in Major League Baseball history. That's his kid behind him. When Major League Ballparks has what a, does this guy not fucking have? Fucking Todd, I love you. If they felt bad, now, take some I got kids spawn baseball jersey, too. I know, right? Yeah. And then I did my homework, and I found out how much attendance they got. And it's not He's a man. You know, again, it's out of the way. So I figured a way that if I traveled it. I'm not a baseball guy, but I've never wanted to buy a home plate so bad in all my life. Right? Dude. <laughs> How cool would it be to have a Spider-Man home plate? Like, but like what? That, that even goes back to what we were just talking about. Now, that base, that, that home plate is worth, you know, his signing and his picture and everything. It's worth whatever, Right. But his signature is out there so much that whole, I just couldn't justify sending another book in to get signed because there's going to be a crap ton flooding the market soon. Yeah, but but it's there's going to be a crap ton, and then he's not going to do signing for years. So to get graded books again, it's going to be fucking tough. I'll still be. You have to. You have to. True, but you always <laughs> for the next year after this. You'll have to send your books to be authenticated, secondary, than having an actual authenticated signature. Yeah, and I thought about that, but I mean, half of the time you got to send everything off to be authenticated anyway. Now it, it just is the way of the world now because people don't want to spend the time and money to put the authentication. It's between a red label CBCS and a yellow label CGC. There's a big right. difference. Oh yeah. Right. Totally agree. Yeah. But when the market's flooded and you can easily just buy it right off of eBay and have them ship it to you and you got it in two days versus three weeks and there's still a 900 books. I mean, if honestly, if I was going to get one, I'd be looking for the uh, 299 that he had up at the New York Comic-Con exclusive that we didn't even down here in Arizona didn't even get a chance at. That um, where it's purple background and it's got the long fingers and it's it's Spawn sitting there like a witch and he's you know kind of in that pose and he's got the long fingernails and I mean that's a sick book sick book and it's a small number variant it, it's it's that, yeah but on the same the note, one I would really want that signed more than any of the ones that I already have. I mean, right though, we got the Alamo Draft House ones on the same note. Yeah. And I can, and look at those. I mean, I could have sent that to get signed, but I mean, I can go down to, I, I don't think I can go down to Brandon's comics and buy them for a hundred bucks a shot right now. Oh, look at that, man. The thing is just gorgeous. I have that. And there's a bunch of them that are out there that are signed. 
I mean, that's the only book I really am looking for. Yeah, there's time. not going to be a lot of yellow <laughs> CGCs of that book. I guarantee it. Is that, might, is that a McFarlane cover? I, I, I think it's a uh, McFarlane and Capullo. Isn't that right? It's a Capullo cover, I think. Yeah, that, okay, that's what I... I thought it looked like Capullo, but I wasn't sure. But I'm saying there's not going to be a, that book. There's not going to be a lot of authenticated yellow label graded books of that. If it was a Capullo, his signature well, I, would be on the cover. Isn't his signature on the cover? I, I thought I saw I it. Maybe not. It. I've seen I've seen two of those that McFarland has signed. A yellow label. Matina. Matina. There we go. I think one of them was already graded and one was not. It's beautiful. I'm going to have to get one of those. <laughs> amazing. And I've been looking for one ever since I first saw it about a month ago. Oh, maybe it was two months ago. It was a while ago. But it was after it came out and I knew nothing about it. And now I'm taking myself. That's the that's the downfall of work. Yeah, but if you really want to, you can fuck is typing. Me. Who is just typing? Me. God damn. God damn, that's annoying. Oh, let's not wrap it up. We're having a good time. <laughs> How tall are those Yodas, Tim? Uh which Yodas? The, your 3D printed ones. Your baby Yodas. Oh, this dude? Yeah. Uh, this one, I made some bigger ones, but he's, uh, I don't know. This. Three inches, two inches? Three nah, inches? Like, like four. Damn it, woman, I said that's eight. <laughs> I wonder why you always hit the curb. You don't know what eight inches is. Four. Oh, wow. That one's enough. It, it gets the job done anyways. Just enough to get there. She's being nice. She's being generous. No, baby. Yeah, she's, she's being sick nice. All day. All Your baby Yoda is sick all day, <laughs> honey. <laughs> Those are really cool. I really, I really dig those. I'm really surprised that for that seven thirty-seven dollars shipping, I will send you one, Chad. Thirty-seven dollars shipping and seven ninety-five. Well, seven dollars, and I have to keep thirty-seven. That's, oh, those are badass. What do you use? Are you painting them? I haven't painted any yet. What have you painted any other three uh, D things you've done? Uh, not really, other than chopper. I'm just curious <laughs> what uh, what type of uh, paint you would use, or do multiple types work? It doesn't really matter. It's whatever you prefer. Um, a lot of people on smaller stuff, it's like acrylics that they'll use, but on bigger stuff. Uh, use car paint 
uh, rattle cans, whatever. I mean, I, I wouldn't recommend using like house paint for them, but I think you can get away with pretty much anything. <laughs> uh, can you hear my son? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, well, I think I think this is where we should uh, to wrap it up here. No, yeah, we got rambling fun. kids and no, this is too much fun. Droid helmet over here and uh, Dude, that's that's awesome. that is eighteen pieces. That is badass. You didn't see that earlier? Someone was paying attention to the show. So I, I I don't know. Real quick before we go, I don't know if they sold it or not, but at Mr. E Comics, they have an unauthenticated, um, uh, here in Maricopa, uh, an unauthenticated Boba Fett signed Jeremy Bullock helmet. Oh, mm. nice. Yeah. And Tim's just like, I'll, pr I'll 3D print one of those. It's all good. Where's Mr. E Comics? In, if you're in Arizona, it's uh, it's in Maricopa. And oh, that's it the problem. It's in right Maricopa. On, yeah, right on, uh, John Wayne Parkway. Dude, I love. That's my favorite thing about Maricopa. They made a goddamn road after John Wayne. How fucking awesome is that? They didn't call it Francis. They call it John Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, and if you come uh, at least a day, maybe a day and a half after the rain, it smells just a lot like a John Wayne movie. Okay, hold on, hold on. You just said the magic word. The days after the rain, do you get the snoring desert oh. out there? Oh, oh yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's good times. Really, oh, the snoring desert toad is out there. Once in a while, you'll hear, you'll hear or see one, but. It, right now, it's too cold for them. But during I know the they only come out two months <coughs> out of the year. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chad, we're gonna be hanging out very, very, very much during the monsoon, my friend. Absolutely, come on down. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Grizzle Geek said, "Did I miss the good stuff?" <laughs> <laughs> this is the best right here. This is this is the true art of conversation. So true. This is what a podcast is right here. Fucking killing it. The last hour and a half. Phenomenal. But on that note, we're gonna end it. So guys, That's thanks fucked. for <laughs> <laughs> you're fucked, man. <laughs> look, look, Chad looks like he wants to go back to his life. Fucking I'm calling it a night here in five yeah. minutes anyway. So fucking Tim's I gotta be up early. Asleep. Tim is like get ready for podcast with my friends. Tim's falling Brian, asleep. Brian's crying. I'm not even gonna comment on that. I'm gonna go do podcast at noon. <laughs> hey, the man needs to sleep. But I want to thank yep. uh, I want to thank Chad and Tim for for jumping in and as Kyle called them out. Uh, nice Star Wars beat off. for having us, man. That was yeah, awesome. for your Star Wars beat off. <laughs> that didn't even it just turned into a fucking circle jerk but you know <laughs> a real beat off but uh yeah <laughs> guys remember um if this is your first time finding us on youtube make sure to like and subscribe Sorry. button if you're listening to us on monday on any of your audio platforms make sure to Sorry. 
leave us a review and subscribe. Um, I'll post the phone number again on Facebook. Again, we're doing the holiday episode on the 20th. So make sure to get us those voicemails or call in the show live. Put the um, number up, everybody, and say it. For everybody that is listening to us on Monday, please tell everybody the number to call in. Okay, it's 623-396-6143. Again, it is 623-396-6143. That is the- For only 41 cents a day, you too can sponsor absolute <laughs> we've been trying to reach you about your vehicle's expiring warranty yeah <laughs> are you happy about with your health insurance <laughs> the health exchange is now open for open enrollment for 61 dollars a day you too the day <laughs> for 61 dollars a month you too can help the lives of absolute geek podcast <laughs> Please sponsor your geek responsibly. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, six three three nine six six one four three. There are operators standing by to take your call for your donation to Absolute Geek Podcast. That is the number to use to uh, <laughs> to call to leave us a voicemail for the holiday episode or to call into the show live. Um, but for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, call in. And and let us know your favorite moment of the show. Absolutely. So, so everybody on Monday, please call in. You're listening to this later in the week and you're not on YouTube. Please call in at 623-396-6143 and tell us your favorite moment from Absolute Geek so we can make a show so we can talk about what you guys say. My daughter's favorite moment is when the show ends. <laughs> that should have happened about two hours ago no way this has been awesome I'm just kidding it has been good you're a fucking liar dude I'm not lying you're fucking totally lying we should end the show I'm gonna message you and say we should end the show anyways fuck that alright so for this week's episode of the Acid Geek Podcast I'm Matt Matt is lame I'm Brian <laughs> I'm Dad. <laughs> So, and we'll see you guys when Matt is time. Because Matt is lame. Fuck this shit. Matt is lame. I'm mad. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump. Stop fucking beating me.